Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. Happy New Year, long-time listeners. Happy New Year, Shades. Deleted New Year. Depends when they're listening. Yeah, really. Really, it depends when you're listening. Yeah. But no matter what, the year's new to you. Yeah. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Sketch. Guys, every time you join us, you join us in a different corner of the Geeking Out multiverse. We set up our GoCo. Long-time listeners, we, we have just traveled out. time, time, space, space. universe, mm-hmm. GoCo. Not hastily. Not hastily. We have There's ample no time urgency. for this one. But you know we're in a all the time in the world. Yeah, Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, but it just feels a little dystopian. It's hot, hot, hot. <laughs> we are set up uh, in a steel mill, abandoned L.A. steel mill, abandoned but recently abandoned. Yes. It's hot, and um, there's just a bit of a skirmish, a little tussle, a little if you tussle. Will. Tussle's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um. But and you and you might be thinking, oh, steel mill, Wait, Detroit, is, yeah, L.A., L.A., L.A. steel mill, yeah, in uh in the nineties, yeah, mid nineties, early nineties, ninety two. So um, if we are in a steel mill, ninety one, in nineteen ninety one, recently evacuated, uh, evacuated, yes, we must. The be iron is still hot, still hot. Uh, we are striking. We must be talking about. Terminator! Terminator! Come with us if you want to live. We'll be back. Do uh, do uh, we specifically, have... Specifically... Oh, yeah. Specifically... There's been a lot of Terminators. There have been six Terminators, and we are specifically talking the Terminator trilogy of one, two, six. Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, sh- shit. I thought it was four movies. Oh, no. I thought it was Terminator... Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Yes. Terminator 6, Dark Fate, and Hamilton. It made no sense. What? Well, you said we were doing the Hamilton Terminators. No, Linda Hamilton sketch. Oh, I'm going to have to change some of my oh, notes boy. here. Um, hey. Wait. Is that Lin-Manuel Miranda? He wants to be in the room. See what I did there? Oh, yeah. I, did. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. You took your shot. Um... If we're talking Terminator, the Linda Hamilton trilogy, do we have a theme song? I believe we do, Sketch. Iconic theme song. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Love it. Yeah, so guys, we are gonna we're gonna spoil Terminator, but again, we're 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 sticking with um. If you want to hear one, us, two, and six. If you want to hear us talk Terminator Salvation, Terminator uh, Terminator Three, Terminator Three, which was just Terminator Three, ter- just Terminator Three, Terminator Salvation, and Terminator Genesis, and you're shit out of luck. Just head kidding. Over to our Patreon yeah. for a little off mic on mic. Did we actually do all six movies? We did. We did. It's too much to talk about it in an episode. So we are we're we're following the story of of Sarah Connor specifically. Yes. We're following Linda Hamilton, and and um, Linda Hamilton is not in three. Uh, four. She does an uncredited voiceover in four. Sure, 
and is um, and is not in Genesis. And not, not in Genesis. Sarah Connor is in Genesis, but it's not Linda Hamilton. Not so Linda Hamilton. We're sticking with the the Linda Hamilton. And you may also be familiar with Terminator: The Sarah Chron- Sarah Connor Chronicles on one. Fox. How, how do you not just call it the Sarah Chronicles? <laughs> Um, Connor Coles. Connor yeah. Coles. If you don't put the R in, then you get a bunch of cones. Yeah, I guess that. I guess I just answered my first big question. I, I think you did. Yeah, uh, we did not. We did not watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles. That but is a, you know, be warned. We're not going to be talking about those those three middle movies. But you never know what's going to slip. So yeah, if you're really, really dead set about watching those first. Pause. Who knows? Watch all six. Who knows? Something might slip. I don't know. And yeah, and maybe one of those is your. Maybe one of those is your favorite Terminator. Yeah. So you can you can hear that over on our Let's Patreon. just answer this question yeah. right now. Yeah. Is one of those your favorite Terminator? No. One of those is not my favorite Terminator okay. either. So Long we're, time listeners, we're in luck. Right in. Yeah. So Shades, our personal histories as we like to do. Personal history with Terminator. With Terminator. So interestingly enough, I my first experience with Terminator was T2. Okay. Same um, with me, actually. Okay. And I don't know where I saw it. Might have been on television. Uh, same with me. So it was heavily edited. Mm. But I remember when I think my uncle told me that this was the second. Like, so when someone said Terminator, yeah. my only knowledge was T2. Yeah. Not realizing it was a sequel. Mm-hmm. Kevin, I was a child. And I, my uncle was telling me about the first movie. I could not wrap my head around oh, sure. that. The Terminator was the villain of the first movie. I just could not, like, wait, what do you mean? It's the same, it's Arnold, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he's the the villain. It's a tumor, it's not a tumor. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) the governator himself, does not fit in the 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 GoCo recording studio. He keeps up that stature. He does. You know what? I, only because I don't think there's any other natural place in this episode to say it. Like, I was thinking of how amazing that reveal must have been in T2. Like, when, if, if I had when seen he it shows in theaters. Because he shows up and you're like, yeah, I've seen T1. I've seen Terminator Oh, 1. I know what's going to happen he's, here. He's trying to kill right. John Connor. And... um the the T one thousand shows up and, and takes on the appearance of a of cop, a police officer, and is, is pleasant and right. is good at talking to people. And you're like, okay, so this is going to be the ones protecting him, and Arnold's going to be the ones trying to kill him again. Right to get that um, that flip that that reveal that no, Arnold's the protector. It must have blown people's well, sketch, minds. Um, I watched all three of these with Elise. Yeah, and it was it was immediately she was like, is that is that a, is that a Terminator? The so, T-1000 is like, is that a Terminator? Is it a good Terminator? Because you don't know like don't what know. he is until no. the that. Yeah, and I went back and sequence. I watched trailers. I was like, was this that era where they give it all away in the no, trailers? No, they didn't. it was not. They said one sent back to protect, one sent, one back, sent to, back to, to terminate. To terminate. So, and, and it, you great know, kudos reveal. to the film. It's a great reveal and it still holds up. Yeah, I if, wish, if, if I wish I had that experience of me too watching i really do wish i had that reveal and it was really great to be sitting next to elise yeah, and, and she's asking me questions like do you want do you want me to ruin this yeah, no. i'm like no like just watch I, and it was so well executed this is a movie too that if someone told me no yeah well, go ahead ruin it spoil it for me i wouldn't i would yeah I'm not, agree i'm not taking that away from you i mean i'm gonna just come right out and say i think terminator 2 is the greatest sequel of all time 
that's where I stand. Yeah, I agree. Out of all sequels I've seen. Right. Yeah. All time. Best, best sequel of all time. It's a bold statement. Sure. Bold statement. Um, so I saw Terminator 2 first, and then it was years before I saw Terminator. Our history is oddly matching up a lot on this one. I feel like college, maybe. Yeah. Or like Sounds about right junior, senior year, high school. It was just there never was something that I there was went. was a big gap for me. Yeah, it was a huge gap. And I went, my trajectory with movies was like, um, like screwball comedy, mm-hmm. horror, mm-hmm. action movie. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have like a desire to see Terminator until yeah. I like really started to appreciate like the finer points of film and indie film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I need to watch this. Yeah. I think I watched it when Terminator 3 came out, I was like, I should just start over, watch Terminator, Terminator 2, and then Terminator 3, and see how this thing is going to (laughs) end. Silly me. You know what? How it's going to end. I think, um, for me, Terminator 3 was a theater movie. I think that's when I was working at the theater, and Terminator 3 might have been my first Terminator. Terminator 3. It was either, I was still working there, I still had my connections there, and I'm pretty sure I saw it in, uh, in theater. So, a bit of a bummer. Yeah. To I be can my understand first. that. I understood enough, like, the plot. I've probably seen bits, bits of two on on TV before, so I, like, understood it enough to get what was going on. Yeah. But um, definitely a rough a rough place to start, you know? Right. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, that would be such a... A donor. Oh. That would be a hard one to and, come and in I, on. And I think that's why I was, like... Yeah, maybe Terminator just aren't for just me. Just not for you. No. Um, so you similar to you, I I I it must have been high school where I saw parts of Terminator Two on right. television. It wasn't until after three that I saw one. Wow. Um Okay. And then and that was it. I never saw yeah. any of the others. Probably because of three. Right. And I was like, oh no, never mind. Three's three's rough, guys. Three's rough. Um we're not talking about three in this episode. No, not in this episode. Um, and then and then for the pod, like I sat down and I, I like watched, watched the one them. after the other. As and full, I said, I gave you the not out on TV. Yeah, I gave you the out. I was like, we don't have to. You, let's not walk like. And you decided you were like, no, I'm going to watch them all. I wanted to. Yeah. I, I I I legitimately want, and I don't regret it. Yeah, I don't regret now have seen all six. Um, I. I, I was so, especially off of um, two. Right. You I'm were all so in. like, oh, I want to see more Terminator. Right. Um, and you were like, and oh. then, and then, you know what it is? It's like three kind of digs a big hole. Yeah. And then I'm kind of like, you only got it. You can only go up. Right. And so like, how do they get themselves out of this hole? Spoilers. Kind of before we saw six. They don't. So um, I didn't mean to like take over your history. It's just odd no, that's... that it. Yeah. We don't normally have a very similar history. Usually I've seen something as a yeah. child, it's beloved, and you're like, I saw this last night. Yeah. And I assume that's what was going to happen right. with this one. No. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That, that uh, is very interesting. This is the property that we that we mirror. Yeah. So and now then, uh, Yeah. And then Terminator 3, I also saw, saw in theaters. Mm-hmm. So 2003, that's college for us. Yep. Um don't know when I would have seen that, but I definitely saw it in theaters. Yeah. Um, I might have gone by myself. There was like this strange error where um I just uh went to like the midnight showing of movies by myself. Yeah, why not? 
Yeah. Why not? That was a thing I liked to do. That was one of my favorite things about actually working at the theater because they were free. Yeah. And I could go so plentifully. It took like the whole stigma for me of going to the theater like by myself yeah. oh, out no. of the situation. Oh, I was I just like, oh, this going is going to a super late show yeah. and just like sitting in the theater by myself. Yeah. Or like with like four other people. Yeah. That was such a thing for me. Uh, just like Michael Crichton did with the Congo. <laughs> he was actually two seats over yeah. from me. I was like, a monkey in this why, movie. Are you, why are you sitting so close to me? It's an empty theater. Don't sit so close to me. Has a stand? Yeah, but okay. Let's see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm not the music guy. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. And then Terminator Salvation. Um, I don't know. I remember that coming out, and there was the Christian Bale controversy where he like screamed at uh like a set a set I don't, I don't a set know guy who's like, I want you off the fucking set, you prick. No, don't just be sorry. Think for one fucking second. The, the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No. No. Don't shut me up. Am I going to walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, oh, da 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Give me a fucking answer. I was looking at the light. Oh, good for you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. McGee, you got fucking something to say to this prick? I'm trying to fucking do a scene here and I'm going... Why the fuck is Shane walking in there? What is he doing there? Do you understand my mind is not in the scene if you're doing that? Right, let's go again. Let's not take a fucking minute. Let's go again! I want to fucking kick your fucking ass. You don't shut up for a second, all right? I'm going to go. Do you want me to go fucking trash your lights? Do you want me to fucking trash them? Then why are you trashing my scene? You are trashing my scene. You do it one more fucking time, and I ain't walking on this set if you're still hired. I'm fucking serious. That was that was the what the story for Terminator Salvation was about. Did not see that one in theaters. Did you ever notice that if someone has to exclaim that they're trying to be professional, it's because it's hard to tell that they're trying to be they're professional? Trying, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just remember Christian Bale sounding like such a child yeah. in that exchange. Okay. And um kind of turned me off on Christian Bale. And now, that, that one was came between, out like 09. Yeah, it's between Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Or it's just after Dark Knight, right? Yeah. I can't remember. It's, it's very close he's still to, doing his Batman voice. He is still doing it. Yes, very much very so. Very much so. Doing his Batman voice. Um, And then Terminator Genesis, I watched... In a hotel room in New York on my iPad. Yeah. That, and that's night. really what the filmmakers wanted. That was yeah. the true experience they were hoping for. And I remember it was so close to the release of the movie. I was like, oh, Terminator Gen- Genesis is on Hulu. I'm going to watch it on my iPad. Nice. Um, and in be- so the Sarah Connor Chronicles came out between salvation and genesis okay 
Did you you watch that? I I watched a couple of episodes here and it. there, and I was like, "This makes no sense." Was it Linda Hamilton? No, okay. I don't remember who Just it somebody. is. It's like it's like a slightly older John, a slightly older Sarah, mm-hmm. and uh, River Tam from Firefly. Mm-hmm. Summer Glow, Glow, Summer Glow. Okay. Uh, oh, plays the Terminator. I remember. I didn't see it. I remember that casting now. Yeah, yeah. and it and I I just remember they were they like they jumped through time all over the place, Oof. and I was like, that's not how Terminator works. It's yeah. not a two way trip. Yeah, that breaks the time. I I remember like watching an episode and they jump through time, and I'm just like, nope. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. How about and then uh, Terminator Dark Fate? I was very excited for. We'll talk a little bit about that. I think uh, that James Cameron was back in a capacity, mm-hmm. and Linda Hamilton was coming coming back. Yeah, because I mean, it's such a hole in those movies without her. Oh, it's a huge hole without her. Um, I was so excited, and I didn't see it in theaters, but again, that was another. It's on Hulu, so I will watch it. Wow, didn't see it in theaters. I don't think it was in theaters very long. It was twenty nineteen. That's what I mean. So, I feel like it just—it had just come out, and I didn't see it in theaters. When everything to crack, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember anymore. anything pre twenty twenty. Sketch. How about your history with those later movies? Uh, I, all of them were binged for this podcast. Were you aware of them? I was aware. I don't think I was even aware of Salvation. I was aware of. Genesis because Khaleesi. Khaleesi's in it and Matt Smith. And Matt, I knew Smith, Matt Smith, yeah. Matt Smith was gonna Matt Smith left Doctor Who to do Terminator. Oops. Yeah. Um I know, right? And then I don't even, I think I was where six came out, but I was by that point I was yeah. like Okay, they're not for me. So yep. I don't I don't care too much. But now watching them as they were intended to be watched, I'm like, oh they are for me. <laughs> okay. Well Yeah. The Sarah Connor ones. Oh right. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. So one so two six. If I if yeah. I think if I had if I had recognized more, if I had paid attention closer to to realize like oh Linda Hamilton is back as Sarah Connor, right. um I would have I would have actually been excited. I didn't pay close enough attention to even understand that's what was right what was going to be occurring in, in gotcha in Dark Fate. So yeah. So so uh three through six were all recent watches for me. Cool. And of course, I watched one and two like fresh. Right, and you started from the beginning, yeah. one all the way through. Yep. Completionist sketch with the you, with the missus because she are, oh, she, wow. she um she's she really likes the first two Terminators, so she was in on the journey with me. In, yeah, Elise had never seen any of them. I was like, I, I have this running like we and we you and I fell into this the Wonder Woman trope of there's never been a movie like this before. That's to a certain extent true. Mm-hmm. It, it is revolutionary in the, a comic book movie, putting a woman front and center in that way. But in terms of like strong, like hero's journey, mm-hmm. like women on screen. I, I we, we kind of have this back and forth like, oh, like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? There was this. There was that. And so I was like, you know, if you liked Wonder Woman, you would really like Terminator. Mm-hmm. And they just came out with Terminator 6. I haven't seen I haven't seen it and we should we should watch it. So that was the one two six suggestion was we had Elise and I had watched one and two and we're gonna watch six. Yeah. And she was all she loved it. I mean devoured it. Um 
and that's we'll get there in in, in rants and race. But that's why I like how we're breaking it down to these three because to me, and I think to a lot of people, Sarah Connor is the well, yes, like John Connor is the the hero we're told about of a future that we don't see as the audience. But like we're the watchers of the events going on, quote unquote, now, right? And that's Sarah Connor's story. Well, I think that's the that's the problem with like James Cameron. Love him, hate him, whatever your take is on James Cameron. James Cameron can craft a story. Oh yeah, he is a, an amazing storyteller. It's not always executed well, and he has a very grand vision and. People latched on to the wrong thing with Terminator with Terminator. It's it's always premised as like John is the John's the important thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because that's what the movie tells you. Yeah, exactly. But if you actually pay attention to the story, it's only all possible because of Sarah and who she is. It's always yeah. Sarah's story. Exactly. Whether Sarah knows it or not, or whether the movie is telling you it is or not, yeah. right on through Dark Fate, Sarah is the crux. Yeah, no, they... And later filmmakers were like, okay, John, John's yeah. the leader of the resistance, and so like we, we have, gotta watch It's that. all about John. No. And it's like, we gotta save John. No, that's not what we want. We gotta save, no, John is inconsequent. And, and I, I think that... Dangerously close to raving, uh, ra- uh, raving about this. And I think that's what audiences picked up on. Yeah. It was that like, you know what? there's a reason why in one and two, we, you know, we don't focus on that. Right. Because like you said, that's not what the story's about. Right. That's what the future is telling us it's about, but we're not in the future. But the, and the future is not the written. It's a possible future. Yeah. Well, I got some big questions about that yeah, later too. too, but, um, so yeah, I mean, as the moviegoers, right. as the audience, it's easy to see that Sarah Connor is the is salvation the, of, yes, hum, of humanity. humanity. Yes. Um, no question. There's no question. There, yeah. That's not There's up no for debate. Qu- that's just a fact. And I'm, I mean, that's a big question for me that, mm-hmm. I, that I will ask now, but also ask in big questions. How did later filmmakers miss that yeah how do you miss that how how do you give how do you get the keys to the car yeah and and not realize who the central character of the story yeah is i don't know i don't know and i ponder it sketch because like that's my question it's like it's like you open the garage the car is sitting there and it's like you're you're looking at it and you're like, oh, this piece of shit. I guess not right. It's, it's what I've got. I'll drive. And it's like you think it's like this old broken down honker, but it's like it's like a 1967 Corvette Stingray. Yeah. You don't know what you got. You don't know what you got. You don't know what yeah. you got. Yeah. And that. And you don't know how to you, you don't know how to use it. You don't know how to drive it. Yeah. Should we should we talk um, let's, history, let's of, do history of, 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 of Terminator? Of, sure. Specifically these. During the release of Piranha 2. Oh, okay. I'm putting myself back to the days of Piranha, Piranha 2. 2. The, spa- the spawning, director James Cameron fell ill in Italy and had a fever dream about a metallic half-torso creature holding a kitchen knife and dragging itself from an explosion. 
Fever, fever dream, huh? Okay. That is the official story. Um, inspired by the movies of John Carpenter, Cameron wrote a low-budget slasher film. Mm-hmm. His agent begged him to do something else. Okay. Cameron fired him. I was going to say, that, that agent is now yeah. without a job. Partnering with Randall Frakes and Bill Wisher, the initial outline of the Terminator was created with two Terminators sent to the past, the first one like the Terminator in the film, and the second from an indestructible liquid metal. Oh, wow. We're already laying the groundwork. We're already laying the groundwork. Cameron sold the rights to Gail Ann Hurd of New World Media for $1 on the condition that the film would not move forward into production unless he was attached as the director. Wow. He feels strongly about this fever yeah. dream. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. was originally considered because they wanted a big budget name and he had just done or was doing Conan the Barbarian. Okay. So Arnold is already established, and they want a big budget name that audiences are familiar with. And he was original pursued for and cast as Kyle Reese. Oh, interesting. With Sylvester Stallone or Mel Gibson being pursued for the Terminator. Very interesting. Both of whom turned down the role. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious because in Last Action Hero, there's a poster of Stallone playing the Terminator in the movie world. Oh boy! Um, and and the kids like this isn't right. And and Arnold's like, what? He was fantastic in that movie. What are oh, you talking boy. about? Yeah. Um, the 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 film then moved on to cast O.J. Simpson as the Terminator. Interesting. But Cameron vetoed the casting saying quote he didn't think oj was believable as a killer Mm. unquote i am not making that up that is something exhibit a (laughs) i mean that's the whole defense i guess Uh, right yeah um cameron was dead set against arnold as reese and devised a plan to pick a fight with him in a meeting to avoid casting arnold but the two got on so well, and he was so entertained by Arnold musing about the villain and how he should be played that Cameron decided that rather than Reese, he would make an amazing Terminator. Saying Strong agree. There was just something about his presence, physicality, and even the way he spoke that yeah. just clicked. Yeah. And he asked Arnold to stop talking and began sketching him in, in the leather and sunglasses. And that that's how that emerged. That's awesome. And the two uh, have been fast friends and remain friends to this day. Um, side note, Cameron refused to come on to Terminator Dark Fate because they didn't want Arnold as the Terminator. Interesting. Yeah, they were going to do Terminator 6 without him. And, <laughs> and Cameron was like, look, if nope. I'm going to be a part of this and we're going to do this, we have to have him. a matching set. Yeah. Um, right. So Arnold's the Terminator. Everyone thought T1 was just another B action movie. Arnold said, quote, he was asked on another set about a pair of boots. Um, and he said, quote, it's j- those are from just some shit movie that I'm making. Nice. Linda Hamilton was, didn't think anything of the first movie while they were fim- filming it. But after seeing a cut of the first 20 minutes, 
all knew they were onto something big. Yeah. Treat Williams, Tommy Lee Jones, Mel Gibson, Christopher Reeves, Matt Dillon, Kurt Russell, Scott Glenn, and Bruce Springsteen were all considered and read for the role of Reese. Wow. With only Michael Bean playing the character as approachable and sensitive. Everybody else did their, like, tough guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he, was immediately, he was immediately cast on his reading. A sequel was planned immediately, but hindered by the limitations of the technology and a rights dispute between two studios that was not resolved until 1990. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because there's a big gap. It's 84 to 91. And apparently it was finally resolved with Arnold going to one of the producers and saying, I want to do this. Linda wants to do it. James wants to do it. Just put up the money and buy the studio to get the rights. Wow. It was like just and and I, I don't know if that's apocryphal, but like they couldn't get the company to sell the rights. their half. They're 50 percent of Terminator. So they was like, just buy the, the production company. And they did. And they did. And the rest. The rest is history. Is history. Uh, Terminator 2 was the biggest movie with a 4th of July. Ooh, it's a summer blockbuster. It's a summer blockbuster release. Terminator 6 Dark Fate is a sequel to both Terminator 2 Judgment Day and Terminator 5, Terminator Genesis. It is a it is the middle part of a sequel reboot trilogy. God, this is getting tough. It's getting like as tough as the timeline of Terminator. Okay. So it is a So this movie exists. Six Dark Fate exists as if two and five, and five. are canonically. Yes mutually they coexist they coexist okay okay so uh, i have a big question about mm, that. yes um and we're not talking terminator no, 5 talking so terminator. we might have to that might come up in the in the off mic on mic mm-hmm. um tim miller was brought on to dir- so terminator 5 did well but not great mm-hmm. and so skydance productions which had secured the rights to produce future Terminator movies was like, oh boy, like we're in the middle of our trilogy. Yeah. But we have to do, we have to reboot our reboot. Yeah. It's not a good place to be in. It's not. And so they brought on Tim Miller to direct. He's attached in 2017 and Miller convinced an all-star, he convened an all-star team to rework how to reinvent the franchise. Um, Because, Three, four, and five were so all so poorly received. They came up with a few working pieces, and this team requested James Cameron to join. And Miller himself said, "Like the only way we're going to do this is if Cameron comes on board." They worked on a script through 2017 and 2018. Uh, Cameron took a drastically different approach to the movie, um, coming into conflict frequently with Tim Miller. Wow. Uh, they remain friendly, but both have agreed not to work together in the future. That's fair. And I get that. Like, James Cameron is kind of brought on ceremoniously mm-hmm. to, like, hey, we're going in the right direction. James Cameron is back. But then once Cameron was back, he did some script doctoring, but then kind of used his 
power and influence as James Cameron to be like, mm, that's not the direction we should, we should be going in. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. So I, I get Tim Miller's frustration, but I will also say Tim Miller doesn't seem like a director that plays nice with, with people famously coming into conflict with Ryan Reynolds on Deadpool two and leaving the project. And also devil's advocate here. If you're bringing James Cameron in, at least on paper to help Fix the movie. Fix the movie. Fix the, or fix the fran- the IP. And then he says, here's, here's, here's what, we, what should do. we should do to fix it. Like, we th- that's why you got him. That's listen. why you got him yeah. here. How, how smart. Well, it happens all the time. Yeah. How smart is it to bring in the quote unquote expert and then, and then go, yeah. no, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to do that. And it seems like Skydance in the studio sided with Cameron over Miller. Yeah. Smart. Uh, there were a lot of elements to the food. Like uh, there, there is a director's cut coming. Oh, I'll watch the, that. The Tim Miller cut. Oh, I'll still watch it just to yeah. be completionist. Just see the difference. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, that is. That's it's quite the the history. Hey, sketch. You know what I didn't grab for Terminator? Oh, sick. I did not grab how much they made. All right, they made they just grossed. a shitload of money. They all made a shitload of money, but I will say Terminator 6 made the least amount of Terminator movies. Hmm. And I, I attribute that to... Terminator um, fatigue. Terminator fatigue and so many missteps. Yeah. Three, four, five yeah. chronicles. I think people have just are done giving Terminator well, a chance. Every time, you're going to lose more people. Right. Every time, you're going to say... Nah, I don't need to go back. It's like what I did after three. Yeah. And each, 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 after four, after five, I'm sure there are other people like me. Okay, sketch. The all important internet scores. All important internet scores. IMDb gives Terminator an eight out of 10. Mm. Rotten Tomatoes critic score, 100% certified (gasps) fresh. Wait, critic score? Yeah. Fan score, 89%. Metacritic, uh, an 84%. Fan score, not enough fan scores for the first Terminator to give it a metric. Google, 93% of Google reviewers give term, uh, love Terminator. And I gave Terminator an 85. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Gave it a 91. Oh, okay. I've yeah. been in the 90s, even though it's an 80s movie. Yep. It's too well-crafted it, for me to go into the 80s. It was. And I would have scored it higher, I think, if... Some of the practical effects had held up better. Oh, yeah. Some of the practical effects do not hold, like... And, and like, a lot of the future stuff just did not... Sure. Didn't hit. Like, we'll, get, get, we'll get there. You don't have to defend it yet. Yeah. Well, a big thing for me was, like, the blue light special light on top of, like, the big harvester machine. Mm-hmm. That was just, like... That was comical. I guess it was, like, who outfitted that? It was like a flashing blue gumball light on top of it. And it said Jansport. <laughs> Terminator 2, IMDb, an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, critic score, 93%. Fan mm. score, 94. Okay. Metacritic gave Terminator 2 a 75%. I think that's your first strike, Metacritic. You're on thin ice, Metacritic. Fan score is a 90. 95% of Google reviewers. Love Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I gave it a 100. I also gave it a 100. I love Terminator 2. Yeah. Is this our first double 100? I think it's our double I, 100. I also yeah. gave it a solid 100. 100. Um, I, have nothing to say. I have nothing to say to that. It's, it gets 100% for me. Yeah. Terminator 2. 
Terminator 6 Dark Fate, IMDb, a 6.2. Rotten Tomatoes, critic score, 70%. Fan score, 82%. Metacritic gave it a 54 critic rating and 39 fan rating. 81% of Google reviewers love this movie. I gave it a 90. I gave it a 91. Hey, it's the same. And I will say this. For me, Terminator 1. Yep. 91. Terminator 6. 91. Different 91s. Yes. The math worked out to the same 91, right, but, but for, for different, different reasons. reasons. Yep. Yeah. I'll go with that. So my combined Terminator rating is a 92. And mine is a 95. Hey, there you go. Because I got, yeah. Very good. Terminator is effing good. It's so good. So good. Should we uh, start with raves? I mean, I, sure. I'm feeling like it's going to be raves for raves days. Raves for days. I have a lot, so I don't know who you want to start with. But Why don't you go first? Okay. The writing is, is so, so fucking tight. good. It's so good. It's so much better than it needs to be. That's my very first rave. And it's, and it's, this, the, the, the whole premise of it is so cool. You yeah. know, th- this whole coming back from the future to either alter the past or protect the past, whatever right. side you're on. It easily could have been something. It easily could have been a rant where it's right. like, this is so fucking like hard to follow. Right. And stuff like that. And it is difficult to follow, but in like in a really fun way, like it's yeah. fun to go down that rabbit hole and to think, okay, for them to send the Terminator back, right? John Connor had to survive in the first place, right? To be able to do this, which and then like you could just keep like working going your down way that rabbit, and right. it's and it's in a and it really has to fun not way. Be going, it has to not be going well for the Terminators, right? That they're that they're inventing this technology to go to back. go back in time. Yeah. yeah, they're on the ropes. Yeah. They're on the ropes, There's and they shouldn't be, and they're they and they're scared. Yeah, which is which. Then you're like, well, wait, the machines are scared. Yeah, it's it's okay. That peppers into my next grave sure, if for I it. can because I, I I can't not talk the and maybe I'm looking too far into this movie. I don't know, but okay. this duality between man and machine. Yeah, where as soon as intelligence is introduced to the point where you understand your mortality. Right. Regardless of you are man or machine, as soon as you are aware of your mortality, you start putting into place the events that are going to eventually bring your own demise. Yes. And both the humans and the machines in this movie, yes, they both mirror each other. Um, The machines are no better than the humans. No. No, like it's so easy to to look at the humans in this being like, yeah, look, they destroyed themselves. Right. Humans. But the machines destroyed themselves too. Right. The, the, there would be none of this time travel if the machines didn't develop the time travel. John, right. John Connor and his ragtag group of resistance fighters ain't building no time machine. Right. right out right. of like soup yep. cans and, and, you know, like old Volkswagens. Yeah. Like it, they're relying <laughs> on the fact that. I the, think one of them was like El Camino. There you go. Yeah. Like, you're, they're relying on the fact that the, the machines, the Terminators, like you said, are going to create the weapon of their own demise. Exactly, yeah. which is exactly what humanity did right. when they created the Terminators. Exactly, and, it's, and it is, it's that same thing as our beloved, blessed Jeff Goldblum says in Life, Jurassic Park: "Life finds a way." Man 
God creates man. Oh, yeah. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaur. Dinosaur, dinosaur destroys man. Beast man. man. Women inherit the earth. And it's the same thing in this. Man makes machine. Right. Machine destroys man. Machine fears man. Machine destroys itself. Yep. And I, I just, I loved that. The machine, it's it's that calculating, cold rationality right. that both the humans had and the machines had they're, that ultimately led to each of their own demise. They're, they're both, both just crunching head. the numbers. Yeah. And it and both of them takes out that, and I'll quote it here, quoting that human element. Right. Which the, even the Terminators, even Arnie's right. Terminator starts developing that, that human element, which... Well, I mean, they they say it in in Terminator Six. You grew a conscience. Yeah. You grew like what? Yeah, like yeah. And I just loved that. I thought I just thought that was so smart. It's so fun for me to just think about. Yeah, and it, and that and that's tied with the just the premise and how how tightly and smartly this is written. That oh, I agree. Sketch that you're really watching two sides of the same coin. Yep, it's so much better than it needs to it's be. It's So much better than and, it needs to be. You know. Just to go back, this is my, it's so mirrors my, my first rave. It's a world populated by dynamic characters. Mm-hmm. Like even the machines, even Scott, like even Skynet. Yeah. We'll, we'll eventually get there. We'll get there though on Skynet. Long time listeners. Um, that, you know, the characters grow and change both on and off screen, mm-hmm. which is so rare. And like, you're Star Wars kids. I I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. One of the big complaints with Star Wars is that Luke is not a dynamic character. Yeah. He's he's the boy that ran away mm-hmm. right up until the end. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's arguable that he never changes until after he's dead. Mm-hmm. And a lot of movies are like that. Oh yeah. Certainly like the movies that I, you know, some some of my favorite movies, they are unchanging characters. Mm-hmm. And then that some people love that, but give me a character that goes on a journey is and is forever changed and then shows up and goes on another journey and is forever changed in a new and different way. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm uh, that's such a risk as a writer. Oh, it's yeah. such a risk for an established like multi-billion dollar franchise. Mm-hmm. And it it's, you know, directors writers like the, the their characters are their babies so and it's like you don't want them to grow and change and become unfamiliar but i will just say james cameron is a writer that like loves his characters but also doesn't feel a sacredness about his characters yeah. where he will like be a part of and even suggest things that are like would seem antithetical to the world that he has created mm-hmm. um the Sarah Connor from Terminator to Terminator 2. Holy shit. Oh my God. What? When she shows back up on screen. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. She commands that movie. Yes. That is Linda Hamilton's movie. Um, And yeah. like she goes from Valley Girl to Gorilla Fighter yeah. to like, I, I, you know, Elise and I started referring to her as, as Han Yoda. Okay. Um, in Terminator, so she goes from the the novice mm-hmm. 
to the hero to the wiser, older guide. Yeah. And it's very sad. She goes from human to machine like to just broken. Mm -hmm. And and then hope like it's as a 64, 67 year old actor to like be portraying hope at the end of that journey sarah is hopeful again yeah. that's mind-boggling like, you just don't see that in in anything no, no. and it's uh it's i mean what it a excellent it, it, and that's not whole, a word whole, that we use yeah, a lot very rarely have we ever said something is excellent excellent it really is and it is and it is not just excellent it is excellence mm-hmm. and uh you know if that's if this is the last terminator Dark Fate did not do well. Yeah. Um, it is unlikely that there will be a Terminator 7. Yeah. Uh, if that's the note that Terminator goes out on, wow. Yeah. Then I'm, yeah. I And I, I, I attribute how poorly it did just to like Terminator fatigue and the missteps of mm-hmm. 3, 4, 5 it's and the to TV come back. series. It's, it's, it's hard to come back. I think, yeah, people burnt. have reached their saturation yep. point. Yep. Let me, let me ask you this question. It's not really a big question, but it's been, it's been, um, Opposed to me, okay. Before, uh, I've I've actually been surprised when I've told people, "Oh yeah, we're doing Terminator. It's so fucking good." A um, lot of people my age, I'm shocked by, have said, "I've never seen Terminator. Should I see it?" And I'm like, "Wow, wow, okay, wow." And then it's made me think: Should you see the whole thing? Should you see all six? And this is what I've landed on. Yeah, this is this is the answer I've landed on. If you've never seen any Terminators. You owe it to yourself to watch one and two. Okay. And if you can, if you're happy to end it at two, I think that's an, I think two is an excellent yeah. ending to the story. Um, If you have to watch more, like if you're like, oh, I have to know more. I have to right. watch three. Then you have to go all the way. You have to go all the way to six and end it with six. Be, I mean, you could skip those in the middle. I Yes. But, but like. If you're going to go any further after two, it has to be, you have to end with six, no matter how many you right. put in you between. Have to, if you're going to watch three and four, yep. you can't tap out. You have to watch it. So I, I've, if someone has I've never told seen people them watch one, two, six. Yeah. If, if, if you've never seen it before, I think the perfect experience would be one and two. Okay. Just because I love, we'll get there a little bit when we get to rinse, but I love, this idea that like one is all about no this is destined like Sarah, right. this is de- this is your destiny you can't this change is what this. we do and two is all about fuck destiny right we're gonna change this i make my own destiny and it ends on that like that's the message it ends on and i love that um and then three is like Let's have fun with destiny and do some effing things um but uh, see i disagree with with that take about on changing six. F- no, no, I, I said three. Oh, oh, three. So I said if you're yeah, gonna, then, so then it all gets watch. all loose and everything. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Terminator, Terminator three is trash. Yeah. So, that, that, so that's. I mean, it is. That's what I've said. I, I'm so surprised that they made a four yeah. after three. If you can just watch one and two, I think it, you're just. It's a neat story that. Two does not end on a cliffhanger in a way that you feel I must 
know what happens next. Right. You can end two and go, Done. Skynet's destroyed. Yep. Sarah saved John. Um, Terminator d- did his sacrifice at the end. All, all, all my loose threads are are right. taken care of, and yep. I and I think that's very satisfying. Um, but then, if you are going to go further, no matter what you do, you have, you have to end with to six. end with six. You have I to. agree. And see, I would say that I think you and I come at film in a different way most of the time. Oh yeah, I'm... I I think that like I um. If you're going to do it, I, if you're going to watch Terminator, I think you need to end on six. Okay. I think you need to end on six because um, there's a great there's a great line in Doctor Who um, during the Matt Smith era. That's like um, I don't know the quote exactly, but he said he's I think it's close to his regeneration where he's like, um, we're all different people at different points in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's OK. And like so long as you don't forget the people that you used to be, yeah. And I think I think there's a little bit of that in six, and I think it's a great message that even after your story ends, you can still have a purpose, and even after, even after the story is no longer your story. Mm-hmm you're still relevant and you still have yeah. a role to play and you still have value. Yeah. There's not a lot of that these days. There isn't a lot of that. And it's like when you, you know, I, I think that's like, I think, you know, not to bring it back to star Wars, but I, I think that's the point that Mark Hamill was trying to make with his, when his initial reaction to last Jedi, oh, yeah. like I, I categorically disagree to that. And, and that's what it is. The movie didn't respect, and not just Last Jedi, but this is a great example of it. The movie didn't respect the the people that they used to be mm-hmm. and didn't think they had any intrinsic value to the story moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people reacted to yeah, so violently. Yeah. Um, and they are still struggling with that problem. Because Whereas, normally, and, and, and I feel like this is fading. I mean, I'm not trying to get philosophical. Yeah. Philosophical. Yeah, yeah. We're not trying to. But like, Normally, that's not how we do things in the real world. Right. We don't kick people to the curb. Now, exactly. That might be art imitating life, imitating art. Like maybe that's starting to bleed into our culture a little more. Uh, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't. Yeah, be. it should not be. And and that's like great stories do imitate life, and that's not how life works. Yeah. And just also, not how that life and works. also the message that like experience has value right and going through an experience like like sarah connor did in one and two is um very entertaining to watch right it's very compelling and we're very much in the now but to ignore that um that would come in handy later right it would be a giant misstep but also that the actions of Terminator 2 had consequences. Yeah. That it doesn't just reset the board and you go back to the way things were before the, ter- the Terminators entered your life. Yeah. There are consequences to your actions. The, you know, the ripple effect that it just doesn't go away and you live happily ever after. Like, Sarah 
can't go back to the United States. She's a terrorist. No, she is. Her child. She's wanted in all 50 all fifty states. states. Her child dies as a result of her actions. Yeah. Now, Skynet wait. Is, is that one of re- is John Connor? Spoilers. Spoilers. John. That's my next rave. Starts is that with child death in, in Terminator Six. six. They killed John Connor in the first 10 minutes. As a teenager. As we're, a teenager. We're, we're not. We're like back. We're, we're led to believe. We're just slightly after. Yeah, it's like 98, is, I think. Well, Sarah's still wearing her fatigues. Yeah. We're led to believe that this is like. They made it clear that. It's it very was close. after when Judgment Day was destined to happen. Yes. So that her guard was down. Yep. They did it. They won. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't seen Dark Fate, the, the issue is that. Skynet, it's revealed, sent more than one Terminator back yeah. to kill. It wasn't just a T one thousand; they sent a shit ton of Terminators. And um, even though they destroyed Skynet, and then this is where it gets a little wibbly wobbly, and then somebody Skynet else never, just created a, a you know a different AI, right? But but Legion, but the um, but the the Terminator that kills John Connor is one of those. Remnants, term, remnants of the future in which Skynet did exist exist and take over the world. And its future was erased, but it still existed in the right. present and it still had its directive to kill John right. Connor and it finally fulfilled it and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, and I thought that was interesting, too, that like after that the Terminator. Choice. I thought that was such a bold execute, choice. Oh, I, I strong agree. I think it was the right choice. It's a rave. I, mm-hmm. I agree. It was never John's story. Yeah. And I, th- and I think like if they hadn't done that, there would always be this like we're missing the point. It's it was never John's story. John is only who he is because Sarah was who she was. Mm-hmm. That she had like she was able to become the person who trained John, like yeah. knowing that she was mere flesh and blood and would not be able to carry out the fight. Yeah. She had to make John into and a leader. And that's what's so fun about this, like, tracing back of things. Right. Because it's it's like, in, in Terminator 1, it's it's all like, oh, your son um, saves humanity. He's, right. He's, he's the leader of the resistance. And it's, and it's, yes, but no. Right. If we never came, Sarah if you is never the came of the back. Resistance. Yeah, and if you never came back and the Terminator never came back and you just had a kid. With, right. with somebody else, obviously, because spoilers, right. Kyle Reese is the father. Um, that kid is not the savior of humanity. No. The, no, no, no. The, the, there's He's only the, the savior, savior of humanity because, because John Because of what Sarah witnesses right. in, yeah. in Terminator 1. And that sets her up to cre- create more than just give birth to, but literally create and mold right. John. John, the, the savior of humanity. Right. Um, and then does the same thing with Danny. Danny's not a fighter at the yep. when she goes on this journey, and Sarah and Grace turn her into a fighter. Yep. And it's that whole thing. It's that it's that whole thing. It's 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 the thing that's fun to keep spinning around and around and around. And if it wasn't done well, it would be a big rant because right. it would be so convoluted and it would be so like, I don't want to think like this. Just give me an answer. Right. But because it's crafted so yeah. well, it's fun to right to go oh okay well they they created um you know if you think of grace right like right grace is craft according to grace's story molded into who she is by, by danny, danny 
Danny and only is, that person would be right. the person to go back in time to save Danny. Right. And then Danny witnessing Grace. Right. Turns Danny into who eventually it's all cyclical. It's, it's all, all cyclical. Yeah. And what is what's fun. It, what's fun and interesting is that there's this mo- Sarah at one point says you're John to Danny. Mm-hmm. And I think people took that. Didn't take that, the you know, in the way it was intended. It's that. She's the leader of the resistance, yes, but Danny is Sarah's bullet fired through time in the same way that John is. Yeah, They're, you're 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 a chance to fight exactly. back. Exactly. Like I'm old. Yeah. I'm not gonna make it. Yeah. I like either time or a terminator is gonna kill me. Yeah. And I'd rather that than leukemia. Oh, that was rough. Wow. That was like a big F you. Ooh. It really was. Terminator to, 3. We're not talking Terminator 3. We're not talking Terminator 3. But, you know, when she says, you're John. Mm-hmm. Yes, John was her child, but John was her bullet fired through time. And John was an idea. Exactly. Danny's an idea. And when we meet Danny in the future, she is, for all intents and purposes, dead. They are dragging her in bandages through the whole movie. We don't know that she survived that attack. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to remember this. When we meet Danny in the future. Grace is dragging her wrapped in bandages. I don't don't remember this. Like, did the commander survive? Yes, because of you. Huh. Is what they say. I must have missed that that was Danny. Well, I mean, we're we don't. Is this the attack? This is the attack where like things come down and they kind of have like tentacly yes. kind of things. Okay, but but was already the the mission was to recover the commander. Yeah, who had would, already would, been would, injured, would, would, and they're be wrapped Danny. in bandages, and we're led to believe that okay. it's a man. Oh yeah, that it's that it's. Um. Okay, so I'm getting. We don't that. know who the commander is, and, and then so, that's that's when Grace chooses to get all the cyber. Cyber, and uh, go back and save her. Yeah. Okay. In the, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And make her. And make her. Exactly. Not just save her, but yep. But it's just it's, it's fun to go around and around and just, like just talk town. about it and like mull it over in it your is. brain in your yep. in your processing unit, if you will. <laughs> yeah. But I just I love that I love that that it ends still being Sarah's story mm-hmm. and Danny's story. Like Danny is her own person. She will grow and continue to change. But subsequent, you know, those middle Terminators, like, throw Sarah away. I ma- Oh, yeah. They absolutely do. Unceremoniously. I'm making a um a connection in my head, which is ridiculous. But okay. we, we've talked Star Wars, so I'm going to throw right? this one out there. Sure. It's like the Cars trilogy. Doodle's really into the Cars. Movie, okay. So I watched the Cars trilogy. Have you seen any of them? I've seen the first one. I like the first one. I like the first one. Second one, not so good. Right. Not so good. And then didn't they also do planes? They did. I haven't seen that. I'm only talking about the three cars. The third movie. Okay, so guys, spoiler alert for cars. Cars, Pixar's cars. Did you think we were going to talk Pixar's cars? But cars, so cars wants this really nice story about about a, a, a race car who has to kind of learn from the past, even though he's so focused on the future, blah, 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 blah. They are sentient living cars, cars yeah. that drive themselves. It's Skynet. It's Skynet, yeah. Um, cars 2 is a spy thriller with Mater. Oh. Who even cares? Did not see that coming. No, then don't bother watching. Is Lightning McQueen not in it? He's in it, 
but he's like a he's more of a side character. Gotcha. He almost takes the role of Mater in the first movie, who's more of a side Ooh. character. So it focuses more on Mater. Big misstep. We're not talking about this is in the Cars episode. Okay. But in the third movie, it is Lightning McQueen, and he's unbeknownst to him, he's at the end of his career. Yeah. Um, because the ne- now the next generation of race cars are coming out, and he oh, just can't compete as much car. anymore. Yeah. And so, like, all of his friends are dropping out and stuff like that. But he's still going because he's stubborn. And he's, like, he's still the best. He's still the best. And um, he starts, like, you know, Rusty's bumper ointment gets bought by this bigger company. And the, and they start training him to be able to beat these new cars. Oh. And um, his trainer ends up being this car who she always wanted to be a race car. But, you know, she... She was told no, she couldn't be yeah. a race car. She's she's not she's like not technically a race car. Yeah. She's just a regular car, but she's very fast. And anyway, the whole movie is her trying to train Lightning to win. And then and then in the in the um in the race, Lightning finally, finally like pulling out all stops is is finally in the lead and takes a pit stop. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can and like the team is like, you can do this because it's Disney and you're you're yeah. Lightning McQueen. And he has this, he has this moment of like, no, I don't think I can beat him, but you can. Like his coach, this, yeah. this young car who's always sure. wanted to be a race yeah. car. And he's, and he's like, my career is done, but my job now is to start yours. You get out there. Wow. You finish That's this for me. For a Pixar movie. Yeah. I mean, and like, well, I mean, Pixar is. Pixar is deeper than yeah, a deeper than a, kid's movie. But that's, pretty, that's, that's very deep. And that's what. That's what Sarah Connor's doing in yeah. six. She's going, I can't do this forever. Yeah. Um, I'm not a machine. I, exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to to last forever. But I, I see it in you. I see what you are. And my job now, my job now is not just get out of your way and let you do it. But my job now is take what I've learned, take all my experience and ha- give you access to it. Let me help you now. Right. Be the next. And so there, I've always said Sarah Connor and Lightning McQueen are kindred spirits. I mean, look back the be- the catalog We're, of the past episodes. Did you think that's where we were did going? Did you think that's where we were going? Years? But that's exactly what's happening in six. And I only made that yeah. connection like right now as we're I talking mean, about it organically. Strong agree sketch. I, uh, it's that idea of. I'm with you. Of an older generation. Not, yeah. not bowing out. And I think there's a lot of people right now who are like get out of here yeah your time's over right you're a fool if you don't take their experience you, and their you're knowledge. a fool if you don't take their knowledge and experience in into but you're awful you're also a fool if you don't take it and run with it right yeah yeah that's what i mean yeah um and so that's what six ends with which is nice it is it was very nice i love i love that they killed john I feel so bad for Edward Furlong, who didn't realize that's what they were going to do when they you, brought him uh, back. But what do you oh, was that really him? Yeah, uh, they brought him back and mapped his face. I was going to say they him. like unaged. Yeah. Him. Um, I guess he had some lines that didn't make it into the movie, so he was a little surprised when he saw it. But what are you going to do? Yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm sure he was. I'm sure, he was a little surprised. Whoops. Whoops. I'm going to take a rave. Yeah, because you're 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 Lightning McQueen. Went down a little rabbit hole. A good rabbit hole. Yeah, but I'm going to bring it back. I think it's a good connection. I agree. Um, Terminator 2. I think it's the best sequel of all time, but particularly the contrast of Arnold's T-800 
and Robert Patrick's T-1000 in the way that they, like, the casting, the way they fight, and the way they, just their construction. Arnold is just a sledgehammer. The T-800, the T-800 is a sledgehammer. Yeah. The T-1000 is all about finesse. Yeah, it's a scalpel. Exactly. And I love that. And the way, like, how he runs and how, like, his weapon of choice is just to create blades. Yeah. He does use guns, but he would rather just create a blade, slit your throat, be done with it. Right, because like, he can't needle- create, he can't create guns. Right. He has to use existing more advanced machinery, but right. he can sure as hell make a very finely pointed blade and put it right through your skull. And right, and it's very efficient. Yeah, and I mean, it's just so because because subsequent ter- Terminator three subs, you know, we're just gonna make an even stronger T one thousand that's even like it's like animalistic. Yeah, yep. and like and and scaly, and then we're gonna make a a T three thousand, and we're gonna make a T. 5,000, 7,000, whatever the hell Matt Smith's was. And the T6,000. That's, that's a dog. That's a dog. And like. That doesn't happen yet, guys. Don't worry. The T1000 was so smart. Yeah. And all other subsequent upgrades were stupid. I will. It was, you, you said it best as like, it's fan fiction. It's like the musings yeah. of a child. Three, four, and five are like fan fiction of, like, of Terminator. This Terminator is like they're going to be able to create like a, a blaster out of yeah. their hand. Yeah. And this Terminator is going to like their head's going to do this thing. Um, and then I will just I will pivot. I will then just like tie it together with the Rev Nine, which is the perfect combination of the T eight hundred and the T one thousand. That it's the liquid. It's it's. It's nimble, it's light, it's efficient, it's the scalpel and the sledgehammer. Yeah. And it makes so much sense that if you're going to, like, the next evolution of Terminator that's going to, like, do this is not, like, uh, like a, tra- it, a Transformer in the sense of, like, it's the next thing or the next attachment or the next version. It's going to marry those two. Concepts. Oh, yeah. Like, the sledgehammer failed, the scalpel failed. Well, if you Let's have put a scalpel on a on sledgehammer... A sledgehammer and make the them surgery. independent of each other. Yeah. Well, it's different surgeries, I know. right? It's if a you're Swiss a, Army knife. He's yeah, a Swiss Army it, knife. And it's and that aspect of it that you had like this hulking, like heavy exos uh, endoskeleton, but mm-hmm. he could like it could throw the scalp like like a knife could throw the liquid metal. Yeah. And it could work independently. Yeah. Was so cool and so Very fun cool. to watch. It was a great, it was the be- and again, it was the best robot since two yeah i i stand by that the t-1000 in two is is not only the best villain in terminator but one of the best villains in movies like i agree the performance what's his name robert Robert patrick his performance of of uh the t-1000 is just so unnerving yeah um and so unsettling and and you know, he doesn't do it with um, physical presence. Yeah. You look at Arnie and and you go, whoa, I'm out. I don't want to mess with this guy. Done. Um, the, the T-1000 is unassuming. Right. And, but just so cold. Yeah. So cold yep. and um, me- mechanical. mechanical. Um, and just this, um, this, what's what's the word i want to use but i i mean he so uh 
tunnel visioned in on his objective and nothing stopping yeah. nothing stopping him uh you're blowing holes in his head and and you're blowing up this truck that he's in and and it's just like he doesn't even react and that's like yep. so scary that like he's not even reacting he's like okay this is i'll move this because wreckage the, out of the way the, and just keep going arnold says in terminator 2 like yeah i i i don't feel pain but i register damage yeah and it hinders me yeah but the t-1000 doesn't no. like you you hit it with a, a high yield explosive round and it blasts apart and just and just like, re, it just it yeah. just pulls itself back together yeah, whereas the it it, it has regenerate regenerative whereas, like, properties the, so the it doesn't T-800 have to register loses an arm and like looks at it like a second like and it has to be like okay uh, now i right. now i have to alter my programming my programming yeah. so i can fight without this appendage right the t-1000 just goes right back yep and oh do i even now, I mean, it, it, when I first saw the movie, the T-1000 was yeah, terrifying. Like, legit terrifying. Even now, it's like, it's he, he sends you a yeah. shiver. Yep. Like, this thing's coming after you? You you got no chance. Yeah. Just lie down and take it. Yeah. Just lie down and take it. Sarah Connor. Sarah yep. Connor's just like, no. Yep. I don't care what the odds are. Yep. Never tell me the odds. I think that came from this movie. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And... uh it took a lot, but they they put yeah, we got there. We got there. Yeah. Do you yeah. have another rave? Um, I mean, we. I mean, I'll just I'll just finish what I was saying about about sure. Robert in the, in that just like all of the casting was just so effing good. Like Arnold, oh, yeah. Arnold as this machine, um, especially in two. My favorite Arnold performances in two, where you have Arnold playing a emotionless machine that is learning emotion you can't kill people why yeah because you can't why your foster parents are dead (laughs) like just it was so fun and so satisfying to watch this machine um learn and and take on and like the the machine's whole role other than termination which that's his primary objective but he's an infiltrator right and so Watching that programming go through to and learn adapt and, learn, and right. adapt, it was so good. And I think Arnold was perfectly cast for that. I a, agree. A friend of mine who was like, is it okay even with Arnold? Obviously, she's not the best, yeah. the biggest fan of Arnold. But I was like, Arnold is perfect for this role because he's... Right. This, is gonna, this isn't going to sound like the compliment I mean it to sound, but he's not playing a human. Right. And he's not playing a robot. He's playing this middle ground, yeah. which is so good like he's just off enough that you're like right yeah this isn't a human not a, but not he's like human. trying yeah. and it works so well, well. I, I will just take that through to six um with the evol- his no carl is the final form i liked carl. Of, I, I liked carl and i liked that he grew a conscience because okay we've seen the terminator that's programmed to kill mm-hmm. we've seen the terminator that's pro- programmed to, to protect mm-hmm. and right up until the end the Terminator, like, in order to save John, I have to die, and I can't self-terminate. Yeah. And this was the and Terminator. this was the Terminator that could self-terminate. Yeah. And this and this is the term. This is a, so to we have the Terminator the to terminate. To sacrifice himself. The Terminator to protect. And then this is the Terminator to, to um, regret and to right wrongs. Like, yeah. what a evolution that of the a... The machine could learn yeah. and... And and grow a conscience and and atone 
for the wrong that it had committed. Yeah. And I loved how they explained that in the movie where for John, where, I was like, oh, where he was shit. like, you know, you know, I saved this woman and she started living with me with her son. Yep. And through my relations with this woman and her son, I started to come to an understanding of, of what, what I took, I from, took you. from you. And Holy and shit. like and like hu- there are humans that need that don't get th- that yeah. processing. Yep. And to to see the Terminator um, come to that, I mean, he had reached the end of his programming, right. and now all he has left is the infiltration and he part. Self terminate, yeah. so he had to evolve. Yeah. And he had to survive. It was it was and really grow nice. and change. It's like, oh, and like for John is and oh. and to but also and that's his last the last thing he says. La- too. Yep. Oh, oh. It's, yeah, it's, you it's knew so good. You knew. Just based on Terminator movies, you knew that well. Arnold had to make the sacrifice. Terminator play at the Five, end. he does. He survives in Terminator Five. Yeah, he through happens like he still did the sacrifice play, right, but he made it, and he yeah. like he made it just by happenstance. Happenstance in this like like you so you knew he was going to yeah. be sacrificing he, yeah. himself. Um, but to, oh, it was emotional the way, the way he, he did went, it and yeah. the, that he said for John. Oh boy, Oof. oh boy. And similarly, by what he did to Sarah, she turned into a Terminator. Yeah. No, when no. We she meet Sarah at the. At, at, Are you going to tell? You, would you Would you have believed it if you were going to say, "Oh, in Terminator Six, Sarah's the Terminator. Sarah's the Terminator, and, and, and uh, Arnold Arnold is the father." father. Uh, yeah. What? What the shit? And does it work? Yes. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah, Guys, and, but but through him, she longtime listeners, you gotta watch. She it. becomes the, uh, she she becomes the the she, mother again. She, she finds becomes her the maternal. Yeah, yes. like it's it's amazing. She finds her humanity again with the help of the Terminator. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's cool. It's very um, cool. I could go on raving for days. All right, last thing I'll say is like the action cannot be topped. The the action is like gold standard to action. It's I agree. Just in all in all, okay. One, you know. One is definitely limited by the the budget. It's more like suspenseful thriller. Yep. Um, The action in two, and it holds up so well, so good, so well. And then three, like it was great. Like once when when we got to action set pieces, I was all in on every action set piece. That damn fight, the fight in the plane, Uh, the the fight with the in in the first encounter in the factory with the chain. Yeah. Yeah, great. I, the action set, the action sequences and set pieces are perfect. Yeah, they, they, there's there's no other, there's no critiques. There's I don't no think there's an equal to it in in cinema. One, they've quick, tried one but, quick. Oh, have they tried? Yeah. Yes. One quick question before um we we move on. Yeah. I know we have to move on from raves because this is this isn't a big question, but it's it, it's, it's a question. It's a question yeah. about a rave. We'll basically. allow it. What what do you think the most badass scene was? Like what was Oof. what was like the most like wow that's badass? I'll tell you mine while you're thinking about okay. yours. Just watching in Judgment Day, Arnold on the motorcycle reloading the, shot the shotgun while he's driving. I could not help to go. That's, that's fucking that's badass. badass. Yeah. And I'm not really like a um, badass yeah. kind of guy. I'm not normally gravitating to like what's the most badass thing I can think of. But I could not deny it. That's how badass yeah. it was when he just driving emotionless on the face, one yep. hand on the handles, one hand just spinning that shotgun, shooting <laughs> the gates open. Holy and shit! And like, 
Yeah, it's a great, it's I a was great just sequence. Like, I can't deny this. I cannot deny this badassery. Ah, uh, you can mull it over. You I can't. Don't even, I can't. That's a that's a cool right sequence. Now. I can tell you when I saw that as a kid, my mind was blown. Mm. Um, but overall, I think the most badass sequence is Sarah doing pull-ups with her overturned bed. Yeah, that's pretty cool. In the in the in the institution. Yeah. Her is, getting out of the institution. And her getting is out so of the cool. institution. It's so gratifying. It's so it's so cool. It's so gratifying. It's so well done and like how she has learned to be an infiltrator. Yeah. And then Arnie shows up and she's like losing her oh, shit. Yeah. And then she um, she has to be convinced that that's he's That's a badass not, sequence. And I'll I'll say um that that Mackenzie Davis's grace, mm-hmm. her her fighting the Terminator, mm-hmm. the the Rev Nine, yeah, I, I that was pretty badass. Um, How about when Sarah shows up for the first time in in Dark Fate? That was very holy, holy crap. shit. When like she gets out with a, does she get out with a grenade launcher? Yeah, something yeah, just it's like blasting, just, no questions asked. Just gets out of yeah, full Blows on them Terminator. Off the bridge, yep. just walks by the two with the classic. Yep. I'll be back. I'll be back. You, you have to badass. have you have to have an I'll be back in a Terminator movie. Linda Hamilton's a fucking badass. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I feel I feel like we have not given her badass her due as an actor, mm-hmm. and I think Sarah Connor is unfairly overlooked in cinema. Well, I and I hope that character is such a badass, and I hope that we're um we're giving a voice to that yeah. argument. I hope. I mean, this is our Sarah Connor trilogy. Yeah, and in terms of like hero's journey, I would be hard pressed to find another character over the course of thirty years. Strong agree. I mean, as well written and as well portrayed as it's so um, as Sarah. Obvious to me that I don't even think sometimes to. It's like everyone must know this. Everyone must know that Sarah Connor. Linda Hamilton's commitment to the character of like. From Terminator to Terminator 2, putting in like the physical training, putting in the weapons training that when she's holding a weapon, you believe it because they and Arnold did the same thing when he was cast as Terminator. Like he had made action movies before that and was like using weapons that were like plastic pipes strapped together with like little like he did the weapons training so that when he was holding a weapon and and handling it it would look realistic. And Lynn did the same thing right on through to Dark Fate. Yeah, like it's. It's amazing. Like, I hope at 67, I can do what Linda was doing in Terminator 6. No offense, but you're not going to. I, I I know that. I'm not going to. Look, uh, the state of uh, my affairs you're right now, apart. I'm not going to make it. You look 67. more like Arnie at the end of, like, T2. Term, T2, yeah. yeah. I, I will be yeah. I, I'll the you're first to admit that. Literally falling apart. I am apart. literally falling apart. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, you keep picking yourself back up. You know, I just keep dragging. You just can't I self-terminate. Just keep, just keep dragging myself. Yep. From one episode to the next. Yep. Um, that's the- that's just like a nice that <laughs> you want to be a Linda Hamilton, but you're yeah, more, of an, more of an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, the last thing I'll say, I really liked uh, the message of Terminator Six that um, found family is just as real and valuable as as progenated. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that was there was a great like. Sarah had lost her child, mm-hmm. but she was able to like embrace and protect, care for, and and train Danny the same way. And that Danny looked out for and raised um Grace mm-hmm. and took care of her. Yeah. And then 
Grace like did the solid of I have to sacrifice myself yeah. for her. Yeah. Um, she did the Kyle Reese. Yeah. Um yeah. It, it's, uh, and and it's more all... so than like it, it's, you know, it and it not it's a step above Kyle Reese though, because John knew that Kyle was his dad. Right. John knew to befriend Kyle because Sarah had told him about Oh, yeah. I mean, Kyle... Grace had to go on the journey through her life and put the pieces together that she was the person that would go back in time to protect Danny. I guess guess that's a big question. And Danny had to raise her in such a way that at that moment, Grace... Would make that decision. Realized that I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. Danny was saved by a woman who was part machine that went back and like she yeah, had to she know that, just that enough instance. to make the connection of yeah. like I volunteer yeah, yeah. do this to me. Yeah. It's just like it, it's again it's very and you it's, don't find that in a lot of and, it, and that's the question because you know just like you said John knew that Kyle had to be sent back in time so that he Kyle would be never born knew. And, Kyle never knew. He didn't know he was John's father. And so then the question is, and and, and well, I guess it's in the middle movies, but it, I mean, it's it's kind of established that John had to find and make sure Kyle survived, survived to, right. to make that decision. Um, so you wonder if Danny had that same journey as part of her. Was she looking for Grace, knowing that she had to save Grace? Well, yeah. I mean, we see that at the end. She's watching a. Yeah, she she watches through the chain link fence. Yeah, 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 she she finds little Grace, right? Um, baby Grace, um, baby Grace, and so, yeah, it's that it's that it's that fun turning around. It's that fun. It's like a fun egg beater in my head. Yeah. It just keep going around and around, and the and the things are meshing together every right. rotation. And I've seen some people like, like try it. and fit and be like, oh man, like that that would. Grace was Danny's daughter. How could she send her back in time? No, 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 no. She didn't send her back in time. Grace put it together in that moment when she was dying that she. Yeah, Danny went raised, back and raised, raised her in such raised a way. Raised her to be the person that would make that. That would make, make that, that decision. decision. Um, like, how could a person do that to their kid? That, But Danny can only do that because Grace went back in time and saved her. And. They save each other. Nobody. They save each other. Nobody. Yeah. Hopefully nobody. Wants to send their kid. Through a situation like right. this. But I think. A lot of parents. Most parents. I hope most parents. Are hoping that they. Are raising a person. Right. Who they never want them to be in this situation. Right. But if they were. They were the kind of person. To make the meaningful right. and right choice. I mean, it's this. It's crazy. It's, it's a crazy thing that you like crazy, don't yeah. even want to think about it because to be in that situation, you you never want your kid in that situation anyway. But you you still want them to be right. the good person, be the right person. You it's, want them to be the person that stuff. will do it. And that's that's all of them. Yeah, I mean, that's all of them. That's Sarah. That's Danny. Yep. That's Grace. Um, that's John. It's John. It's Kyle. Yeah, I, I guess Kyle doesn't. Kyle never knows that he's Kyle. Never knows that, that he's, he's John's, John's father. Father. So I guess you'll take him out of the equation because he he um he never knows never knows Terminator Linda it's Hamilton. time it's time to rant it's time to rant I got a couple I actually okay. have two I only have two I have a I have a 
big one. I have have four rants. They're both kind of related. Okay, then you go first. Okay. This was a big question turned rant. Oh, fun. A rant is anything that takes you out of the experience. Yeah. You will never convince me Mm -hmm. that the T-800 Model 101 is an infiltration unit. There is nothing inconspicuous about it. The voice, the look, the height, nothing. If you're Skynet and you're trying to create an infiltration unit, like you would objectively, just looking at the data, you you would never put skin number 101 into production. No. If you're trying to infiltrate this ragtag group of one of look, look that's a Terminator. Rebels, you're not gonna you're not finding Blow any rebels up. that are yeah. that pumped up. Like <laughs> what they don't human have the has time. access they to that much time. Like, food yeah. in the fu- like that dystopian future. Yeah. yeah. So you will never convince me no, that, that it was that the T eight hundred like m- the endoskeleton T eight hundred with the one oh one skin on it, that's yeah. Arnold. He's yeah. like there are other skins. Mm-hmm. That's like the ones that look like Arnold are skin number one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. Never convinced me that that was an infiltration unit. No. no, worked in the past. We're extending it to the past. Yeah, uh, but to think that I mean, there's a bunch into of the those past, Arnold's he's so out of place with like the the Austrian accent and like the way he moves. Oh yeah, like. Uh, but I I would like, I would, run away from that guy. I would chalk that up to Skynet just being like. It's the 1980s. It's a shit. It's the 1980s. We don't have clear records. This is yeah. our best chance. <laughs> our like, best. like this is our best attempt at it. The records didn't uh, survive, guys. We, yeah. we didn't. All humans look like this. Yeah. So, but like, if you'll you'll never convince me that there's an army of Arnolds that are like infiltrating the resistance. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because that at the beginning of Terminator, we're yeah. led to believe that like Terminators can just walk into the resistance base. Yes. If not for their dogs. Oh, what a nice touch. Oh. What a nice touch in Dark oh, Fate. Dark, the, the dog. He has like, a dog. He has a dog and, and, and it doesn't freak out. It, yeah, it loves like, him. That was what the, a that's nice how you touch. know. It's such a That's small how you detail. know that he's human now. Right. I don't he's care not, what's underneath. He's not a Terminator anymore. He that's has, why we he need has evolved and he's human. To know who's human. Yep. That's how you don't trust someone your dog is alive. And that's that's kind of the turn for Sarah, too, when she sees that. Yeah. That the dog is like, yeah. wow. Yeah, gotta trust the dog. That and he's an interior designer, yeah, which great is man. which is in the, uh, the script because James Cameron knew that Arnold li- likes interior design. Oh, that's, that's, his, funny. that's his ho- that's his hobby. That I I was going to ask a big question, and I just I have to I have to say this. Okay, um, I was going to ask a big question. What? Why would Carl? Yes, choose drapes as his way to hide in. <laughs> In place, and I asked that watching sure. the movie. Sure, and my wife, without missing a beat, she put no thought into it. She goes, "They're the perfect cover," and I was like, <laughs> "How dare you? How dare Whoa. you be so on the nose?" Well played, uh, former executive assistant. So I was, I was impressed. Well played. And I was like, wow. if, that, if that finds a way that's, in the episode, I'm that's what it, it feels like sitting on the opposite side of the table from yeah. you. You must, I envy it's, you. I envy you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that now you know what it feels like. Yeah, I love, and I love, wow. I love when he's just having a, look, we're raving in our rants. <laughs> I love when he's just having a conversation about drapes. Yeah. That's, they that's wanted to put in a little pattern uh, with ducks. I said, uh, no, no not in that a is too bold. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
He's really, he's really into this. He's all in on drapes. Yep. He knows as much about drapes as he does about weapons. Yep. Yep. Do you have a rant? I do. There. That was a rave. They're gonna go. They're gonna gonna go together here. Sure. And, um, I'll start by saying, uh, I I didn't. This isn't the rant. I didn't sure. like. I had a bad reaction to the fact that Sarah um, didn't cancel Judgment Day. She just postponed Judgment Day. Right. I'll accept it though, so that the the movie could continue. But it still didn't sit right with me. What I did not like was was how it all played out exactly the same again just like so uh, okay so there's no skynet but now there's legion okay i buy it i'm still on board sure uh there's murder robots okay Okay, sure i'll still buy it it's the future robots they've decided their best chance is to invent time travel right oh okay okay and they've also decided to go back in time to to kill the leader of the resistance. It's like, was there any like you 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 hear all the time like, oh, if you travel back in time, you'd step on a butterfly. Like, right, it's going to divert everything. Yeah, and it's like nothing changes. Nothing changes. Nothing. Which I guess is is the point of the story. But you know, one of I guess that's one of the things I just loved about too was that like you could be fated for something, but you can alter your fate. You could change your own fate. Well, I mean, if you look at you can change your fate. You can, but but that doesn't change nature. And like, and I think you you texted me like, oh, the reason there that there's only one oh, species yeah, yeah. of humans because, because we, yeah, we, we kill killed everything else. Yep, we killed all the other species, and then we spoiler killed alert for all the other species of everything else. Yep, and then ultimately we will kill ourselves. Yeah, no, we're very destructive. And but I what I liked was that the machines were just as predictable. And, which you already said yeah, that the guess, machines do this. The machines they're just kill constantly. all of the comp, like kill yep. all the other species. They eventually like kill enough of the humans. Yeah. That like now, so now we have to create a situation in which we kill ourselves. Yeah. Like we've already made I, the planet uninhabitable, but we're machines, so we don't need sunlight and air. I think. I think one of the things I would have liked a little more is if. Um, Instead of maybe I wouldn't. I'm just thinking about this on the on the top of my head, so maybe I wouldn't actually like this. But instead of going back in time to um kill Danny, which just seemed to me like such an inevitability, like a fixed point in time, almost. Yeah, the robots always have to go back in time, right? Um, it almost made more sense because the the humans in in um that future seemed they were the ones up against the ropes they yeah. did not seem to be they the were ones. not they were not winning so you almost wish it was a hail mary play done by the humans to go back in time to go back in yeah. time and then the the robots were like well fuck it now we have to go back in time right and prevent grace from right. creating danny right you know in in a similar way um i did like though that human like the twist on that was that the Terminators had skin because you couldn't send yeah. metal back through time. Uh, nothing, no exposed metal would, no, right. would Only, survive. It has trip. to be wrapped in. in t- nothing, I, nothing non-biological right. would, would, um, would. I did like that Grace had to be turned into a machine to survive time travel. Yeah. 
like a human couldn't go through it. They would just die. Oh, that would be ripped apart. Ripped apart. Like yeah. the only way she could survive time travel yeah. was to be turned into a machine, yep. to be, become a Terminator. Yeah. I did like that twist. Sure. Yeah. I guess for me, it all just comes down to the rant, you know, yeah. it takes you out. And it I was like, exactly. the chances of this all unfolding exactly the same exactly way. Exactly the yeah. same way. Just seems like the smallest, minutest alteration somewhere along the timeline would should have altered it more than this. And like blowing up Skynet was like a big effing diversion. Right. right. Well, it's like it it really makes it's the message of Terminator is like to hope and fight and survive. But yeah. it also like embedded in there is this like sense of nihilism that nothing matters. No matter oh, what yeah. you do, the machines are still going to rise up and kill us all. Yeah. So why bother? Yeah. And and Sarah goes in and out of that. Which is, oh yeah, she does. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really interested in that. Um, I'll save that. Okay. Uh, that uh, this I'll go on to my next rant. Um, I I needed more of Sarah's transformation from Terminator T two. It's so jarring when you see her on screen for the first time, and she resembles herself so little at times. It does feel like a new character. So you're saying when you first see her in T2, like when she's in the mental institute? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and like she is so radically different, mm -hmm. even from the end of Terminator. And I get that there's uh, 12, 13, 14 years in between there, whatever. Yeah, I think John is 11. So or, it's, sure. Okay. So it's like so 12, 12, 12 years. years. Um, but it feels feels in many ways like a new character and i will just say the caveat that's what trauma does to you yeah like it the sarah that was died right in that then she is a new person for yeah. all intents and purposes and she's just hyper focused on trying to keep john alive yeah i mean in a lot of ways again we're going back to the egg beater again yeah in a lot of ways john also created sarah right the sarah that existed before the events of T1 is yeah. would not have survived. Survives. It, it's it's yeah. all the cyclicalness that just right. is spinning and spinning and spinning, beating my my uh, yeah. my brain with my John with my can only beater. survive if Sarah becomes the person she needs to be. I think and we uh, can, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think we it's hit wibbly on the, wobbly timey the next um, piece of our geeking out Swiss Army <laughs> knife <laughs> is the Terminator egg beater. Terminator egg beater. I yeah. like that. Yeah. We're, we're assembling it. Yeah, because it's, it's, I like it because it's the two things going around in circles, yep. but always meshing into each other. I yep. like that. I like that. I didn't I like think it. of that until we were talking organically. There we go. This talk could make it through the time, the time jump. It could. It's very organic. Very. You have another rant? I mean, again, I gave Dark Fate a, a very high score. Right. So this didn't, this didn't hurt me too much, but I did find, dark fate to be predictable just in the ways that like i wish i was surprised by something i wish there had been yeah. something that i was like oh didn't, see that, didn't see that coming but like even when she's getting these texts when when sarah connor's getting the text i'm like i bet it's gonna be the i bet yeah. it's gonna be arnold yeah i bet it's gonna be him and then like if i didn't know that arnold was in the movie I yeah, maybe probably I would have, have let it slide, thought, but, but knowing that he was in it. Yeah. yeah. Only because I was like, how many people know John? 
Yeah. You know, um, and then also, um, I don't know, whatever reason, the moment, the moment she said, um, when, when Sarah was kind of going off and she was like, you know, oh, they're back in time to protect you because you're going to give birth to like the savior of her. About, yeah. And I was like, no, Danny's, no, Danny's, Danny's a savior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there was just too many moments of that where I was like, I know what they're doing here. Well, it was the I. I'll say, uh, I don't rave in my rant. We can the rave way they rest. set up that scene. Like Grace has Sarah pinned against the wall, yeah, and she's like, or, and she's like, what, like, what are? I forgot what she says. There's like, I'm here to protect the the like. I have to save the leader of the the resistance. Yeah. And then Danny opens the door and walks in. Yeah, and like the you know beautiful foreshadowing and yeah. visual storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did like that. Yeah. No, there was a and listen, this that didn't take Sarah me out that comes often. to it. Yeah, that Sarah comes to it later than we do. Yeah. I liked that. It's just a couple too many points that I was just like, yeah, I saw that. Not I to uh, get, go in another, pro- but it is the antithesis of a movie like Dark Knight Ro- Rises. He's Robin. He's Robin. It's He's Robin. Robin. Yeah. He's Robin. Yeah. It's, do you get it? He's Robin. I get it. Okay. I get it. Um. Um. But yeah. So th- there's just a couple too many points in the movie where yeah wanted i wanted there to be something that i was like oh something that you made me think it wasn't going to be that but it's this instead instead. yeah yeah Yeah. um i'll follow that up with um in in dark fate grace constantly stroking out yeah just have her break like a terminator yeah like have her lose a hand have like uh, have some skin get like some of the metal get exposed on her somewhere um but she it was the the difference is she feels getting drugged it Congo. was, yeah. Like, like, okay, we can't have Grace in this scene because yeah. it would make it too easy, right? So, stroking it. when when the yeah we have to make Sarah save her, mm-hmm. and it has to be hard because it's effortless for Grace to fight. If you don't if you don't take uh, Rev Nine down in the first five minutes, then you're not going to take it down. Yeah, and and she strokes out, and then so I got this. I don't even remember. Maybe you can answer this for me. What? What eventually leads? Does Sarah ever question if Grace is a Terminator? No, she should have. Right? She really should have. Yeah. Now that yeah. I'm thinking about she it, really because should've. all signs point to that she's infiltration. A ro- yeah, infiltrated. Robot. Yeah. Um, and out of all of the things that she mistrusts, that Grace should be a is never one. one of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I get, and I didn't even write that down as a rant. I didn't even notice that until right now. I didn't either. You're absolutely right. She has no reason. To, and I guess that's just uh, lazy storytelling on the part. And of she doesn't. The team. She starts by not trusting her, but you right. think that she'd be like, shoot first, ask questions later. Right. This is a Terminator. Yeah. You know, I mean, she got the text, be here at this time. Grace right. is there. Right. Who's to say that one Terminator that she blows right. off the bridge isn't the. Isn't the you Terminator? You think she'd yeah. be suspicious of everybody? Exactly. They're all Terminators. Yeah. Kill them all. Yeah. Um. So that was. I I would have liked it better if she showed battle damage like a Terminator. Yeah. And yeah. only the, the only difference being that she's human, so she feels it. Because Grace must be in just excruciating pain. Looks hard all the time. I mean, when they did a nice job vi- visually, makeup effects, yeah. like all the seams on her. Exactly. Oh, All, and then, like, nice. she does get cut open oh, when yeah. she's at, at border control. Yeah. And they're like, how is this person alive? How did she survive this? Yeah. Um, Which we'll get to. Great question. How did she survive? Like, 
she must be in constant excruciating pain and she's basically just pumping anticoagulants the whole time yeah. so that her blood continues to move through her, bar- through her body, and body. Keep, yeah, and keep her alive. Yeah. Um, that's what I understood those to be. We're just like anticoagulants, right? I didn't even think too hard about I it. Forgot, so I forgot with, everything that's in yes. there. And also, like, how did um, how did they know the proper amounts to mix in to to keep her alive? Like, they just they just. Like, I feel like um, they said that at one point that I thought like oh, Sarah or someone was of, like, yeah. "I'm just giving her it all." Uh, yeah, like, I'm just yeah. I don't know. I don't know what she needs. I just yeah. I just gave it. This to is her. the stuff she grabbed. And it's all of it. That's a gamble. Okay. Yeah. Paid all off, right. I guess. Paid off. Yeah. You have any more? rants um no uh, truly like and mine you know we're kind of they're small rants they're small rants i i really enjoyed it's so good you also might be also convincing me to tell people to do one two and six um six is so good yeah and um what's interesting to me and i'm i'm saying terminator 2 is the the best of them but one in six passed the bechdel test two does not pass the bechdel two doesn't test. huh no yeah, Bechdel test, two uh, women need to have a conversation on screen, not about a man. Yeah, and I think Sarah's... I think Sarah is the only on screen woman that we meet. Uh, well, his stepmom. Oh, yeah, yeah, his foster mom. But she She's doesn't... Dead. No, yeah, they don't ever... Um, two does not yeah, pass they never the Bechdel meet. They test. Never, they never, yeah, that's interesting. Um, and, and six does... Uh-huh. Really, oh yeah and like i mean and one also does which is interesting she, t- uh, she works in the diner oh the diner yeah. and like they just have like a conversation about work um the last thing i'll say before i move on from rants is i feel like i should i should defend the fact that i gave both one and six and 91 and i'll yep. clarify that by saying i think not um terminator one is written more tightly yeah, there's there's fewer holes. It has the benefit of being first. Yeah. So, you know, um, so I can't argue the fact that I'm like, damn, this is impressive that this right. was put together this tightly. And, and it's an independent movie. We yeah. should say the first Terminator is an independent movie with like a shoestring budget. Yeah. And so it's small. Kudos. Six. Um, You know, as I said, I have some problems with it and I poke some holes in, in some of the, the plot. But God, if you if both of them were on at the same time, I'd watch six. You I know, agree. It's, it's, it's well. How would we do that? Let's rank them. Oh, okay. For me, it's two, six, one. Yeah, that's me too. Okay, two, six, one. Yep. Yep. I watch two all day, any, all day, every day. Yeah, I don't care what else is on. I agree. I'm watching two. I agree. Um, two's not on, but six and one are. I'm watching. I'm six. watching six. Yep. One is also one that I feel like I don't think I have a whole lot of rewatch desire no. for. One, I, I get it. It sets it up. It's really tight. It's really nice. It is, um, but like you said, it's it more is, suspenseful. It and is, it's and it's like, derivative of like the the way we made and told stories in the eighties. Yeah. And, and it's you know very how I feel dated. about that. I agree. Um, I almost put it in the eighties, but I was like, God, it's so it's tight, so it's tight, so tight. I can't. It takes so many chances, and like the effect, uh, like the puppetry effect. Puppetry I mean, the practical effects and stop motion, and that, and like the puppetry involved in like. Arnold, yeah, mechanical. This. The mechanical and like the faux Arnold yep. uh, looking in the mirror and working on his cutting his yeah. fake eye out and the reveal. I, I mean, today we would just slap that together and and post. Yeah, 
having to do that on screen with a look at us, we're still puppet, raving. It, it's mind boggling. Only because got- you brought up mirrors. In the second movie, I could not wrap my head around how they were doing that scene where they're taking out his processing unit. He's looking in the in the mirror, oh, yeah, and we're. We're looking at him talking and right. doing things, and we're also seeing in the side of the shot, the back of his head with it being with removed. It, yeah. It's all matching up, like, with the mirror. I don't know how they I did that. I don't know either. In, probably, in with, probably with a magnitude of mirrors. Yeah. It, it's, like, the only way. Yeah. To, but, like, it was flawless. And it's not It's not CG. No. And it's, it's practical. It's and practically I was, done. I was literally, I mean, I know we always say. A rant is anything that takes you on the movie. Right. But it's a rave that took me on the movie because I'm like, how the fuck how did they, they pull this off? I know. We need that That's show. That's really impressive. Like, we need whatever that show was. Yeah, movie magic or something. We like got to find it. Yeah. And I'm sure they, they, you know, they've talked See, about it. See, we can rave for days. We're we still wearing rants and we're raving. But we need to move to big questions. Yeah, BQ. All right. You want to go first? Sure. I, go first? I have a rhetorical big question. Okay. We cool. don't normally have a lot of rhetorical big questions. Okay. How fucking terrifying would it be? If you were just aware of all of these people that had the same name of you being murdered. <laughs> like, that's all I could think of in Terminator 1 was like, that, that is, is probably the most terrifying thing of this whole movie is that Sarah Connor is you're aware. The one, you're the last one. That Sarah Connors all over the city are dying. And the only thing that times murdered them together. Murdered violently. Yeah. And the only thing that connects them is their name is They're, Sarah Connor. Yeah. And your name is Sarah Connor. Yeah. That's terrifying i I strongly agree i don't care who you are that that will shake you you are like you're hunted yeah i mean what do you do what do you do that's the big question and then like what that does to you after like you think you're safe in a police station yeah holy like holy shit yeah yeah that's just how terrifying the answer very 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 terrifying very terrifying okay here's a here's a big question sure the the T eight hundred and all subsequent mechanical terminators, our RA metallic endoskeleton mm-hmm. with living tissue Correct. grafted over it. Mm-hmm. How does the T eight hundred sustain living tissue without a heart? Mm. Like you need to pump blood. I don't know what it's got in it. How is it sustaining that live? Like how? I don't understand how it's living tissue if it doesn't have I mean, a circulatory system to, li- like, take... to. Literally, maybe... I, I don't know. Maybe don't it understand. literally has a an artificial heart kind of thing that just is... Sole purpose is to circulate the blood well, around I mean, it. we see... We see the... Like, the... We see the tissue burned completely off of yeah. it, and there isn't any. There's no... There's yeah, no I mean, heart. I'm just saying, like... But I, I'm, I don't know, like... Oh, like, maybe it was comb. burned up with the fire yeah, like who like i don't know i don't know how it works okay. i'm also like and i think you agree because it's not a rant yeah it didn't take me out but, I, but I was wondering something's working um i love that i love how his his skin was dying in the first one yeah you know like at any smells yep. and like he had taken enough damage his skin had taken enough damage right he's still functional the skin, the is, skin dying. is dying or dead that's terrifying too. yeah there's a lot of terrifying yep. stuff in, in one. Yep. Whereas that they smell him coming yeah. before yeah. they see him. And I imagine he can't smell that. I imagine. No, ex- he, how? He how would he? I don't know. They're they're very advanced robots with smell indicators. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Follow-up question. Yeah. When the Terminator sustains enough damage that he doesn't have the living tissue over him, 
why does he stop talking when he loses the tissue? Yeah. Like, why can't the, t- like, the sound of him talking isn't coming from, from the, the tissue. tissue. Yeah. It's not like he has living vocal cords right. on they his go, metallic. They go silent. The, yeah. Why do the Terminators go silent once their their face, their living tissue face is destroyed? I don't know. And the, the T-1000 does the same thing. If you, like, blow it out of proportion, it turns into the, like, the... Yeah, the big wobbly the thing. big wobbly thing. It, like, screeches. Yeah. Stops talking, and it's screechy, yeah. like some kind of creature. Yeah. Why? It only... They, they only, only speak when they're fully intact. Right. Um... It's a good big question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I wish I had something. I wish okay. I either had something really smart or really funny. And I got, okay. I got nothing. I got nothing on that Ouch. one. It's, I didn't even notice that. And that's a great, that's a great point. Okay. That, uh, yeah, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Cause you could still infiltrate, you know, right. Cause they do a lot of that, like call and answer, like to trick. Yeah. Come help me. What's, uh, wrong, what's, uh, wrong with, what's wrong with Wolfie? I don't know, but it's not a tumor. <laughs> okay, well, we narrow that down. What else could it be? You ugly motherfucker. Um, here's a big question. Were, were kids saying hasta la vista before Terminator 2? Was that a thing? No. Because... No. He learned... Doesn't he learn it from John, John Connor? You, say, you gotta he, be cool. Hasta la vista. Hasta la vista, yeah. baby. And, no, no uh, he puts the baby together with it. He's like, hasta la vista. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, instead of like, bye. Okay. Because I, I, when that happened in the movie, it oh. did trigger me to go, oh, yeah. Was hasta la vista like a, no. hasta la vida, la vida, hasta la vista a real thing that kids were saying? I think it only happened because of the movie. It did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so it's, it's the egg beaters again. Yep. It's the egg beaters all over again. <laughs> Um, okay. What are the rules of time travel in Terminator? Mm-hmm. Skynet is destroyed. Yeah. Shouldn't Carl have vanished since he was never created? That's and and the I, I saw I wish I could find it. Maybe I'll I'll start looking you for did it. Send there it was to, a yes. cool guide of like how different movies handle we'll talk about it in the midstream. Time travel. Yeah. yeah. And and Terminator is different from so many other properties right. in that. Once something happens in the future, it becomes the past. It becomes the past and it's cemented. Or like or when you when you travel back in time yeah. from the future to the past, that becomes the future. Right. I mean, similarly, I mean, you could go you could go in so many directions with this right. because the sim, the sim, the same question is cuz I I had this thought when um Sarah was about to shoot um Miles was Miles, Miles the name D- of the uh, guy. Dyson, yeah, who's gonna make... Joe Morton Jr. So she yeah. she shows up at her house as a fucking badass. Yeah, ready to just sniping sh- through the yeah. yeah, kill this guy to avoid yep. Judgment Day. And I get her her reason. Oh, yeah. but I had the thought in my head: Isn't this going to kill John? Because right. John will never be born if Skynet doesn't develop time right. travel. Because there's no way you can have a child with Kyle Reese who came back in time to have. A kid with you right. seven years ago, however long, right. or 12 years ago, however long it was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And so... This is risky. It, it's risky. And I thought, for a moment, I thought, that's what's going to stop her from this. If right. I do this, is John's is not, John. I'm going to lose John. I'm trying to do this to save John. Am I going to lose yeah. him? Yeah. Um, that didn't really come up, but it made me start thinking. Yeah, so like, I, I where, don't know what the rules I don't of know how either. this... Or are these... Are these 
you know, it's so what model of, of time travel is yeah. it when you go back in time, do you, do you create a new branch universe? Right. Is this, and I, is it Avengers? Is it Loki? Is it back to the future? Is it Star Trek four? I, I guess I don't, or is it, is it its own or is thing? It its own thing. I'm, I'm almost wondering if it's its own thing. We'll and do is, some research is, for the And is it different things is like Terminator and Terminator two. Mm-hmm. So, like, Terminator is, like, one model, but mm-hmm. because they destroy Skynet, creates an alternate future. Maybe. And then, and then that's the world of Terminator 4, mm-hmm. and the going back in time in Genesis cha- and changes things yeah. so much that now we have people that look different. And then is... So, like, my ultimate big question with that is, is the Sarah Connor... We meet in Terminator Six. Mm-hmm. Is that an older version of Amelia Clark's Sarah? That's what I started wondering when you said that they. I thought they were unrelated. Is and so like is this a sequel to Terminator Two or a sequel to Terminator, Terminator 5? Five? Yeah, and I think it's a sequel to Terminator Two. But then when we do finally see dead Carl and all of his, all of his skin is missing. Yeah. The endoskeleton that's underneath is the Terminator Genesis version of the T-800. Didn't pick up on that. And I can kind of rationalize that away as, well, this is Skydance. Yeah. They had this left over from Terminator sure. 5. They're not just going to like make an entire like, that costs money that you don't need to spend. Yeah. Just to use the same fucking thing that you had from the previous one. Right. So yeah, that T800 endoskeleton is the same one that Arnold destroys, a big daddy destroys of the T800 in the past. Big. Daddy. Big daddy. Um, I'm gonna throw this out to longtime listeners because sometimes we get like yeah. really in-depth, like I don't even know if I can recreate what I just said. So, like, so play yeah. it back. That's the beauty of audio. Play it back um, right into the show. Please let us know what you think. So uh is six a continuation of two or is it a continuation of five? And do you have an answer for how exactly time travel and alternate timelines work, work in, in the this, Terminator in this universe? universe. Because I'm I'm at a loss. Yeah, and I will say like it's tough. It's tough. But I also don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I don't give. This a is shit. it's the egg beater all over again. I'm, yeah, I'm happy to be thinking about these things. I'm not angry. Right. I'm thinking about yeah. these. Yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm angry to be thinking do, about these things. Do you get angry sometimes? Sometimes. Yeah, Jansport backpack. How the fuck? Did, uh, if you're the prop master yeah. on that sh- on oh, that boy. fucking can movie. of worms. Can of worms. Can honestly, honestly, long time listeners. Um, that's it. I don't have any other big questions. I, 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 I have. I they're not worth it. And they're more related, actually, to 3, 4, and 5. So. Oh, I mean, I had some rants that were 3, 4, and 5. But you know what? And I was like, We'll nope. talk about that off mic. We'll talk about it off mic. Because we're keeping mic. this. So come join us on our Patreon. We're starting the new year. I mean, this is the year of Linda Hamilton. We're just starting it right now. Let, yes. Let's all have a Sarah Connor year. 2022. Yeah. But like the good way. Like she goes through a lot of shit. We don't want to go through a lot of shit, but we want to persevere been through a lot of like shit. Like Sarah Connor. That's that's hopefully we that's have the hope the we're future? doing. We want hopefully? to persevere like Sarah Connor. Yeah. Because 
who who can you point to in in our media who is as resilient as Sarah Connor? I I'm hard pressed to find someone. As am I, sketch. As am I. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I think that brings us to Shades of Sketch recommendations. Sketch. Why don't you go first? Mine is unrelated. To okay, Twitter. that's fine. Is yours related at all? No. Okay, because this is going to be a hard turn. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend an anime I just watched that I really liked. Like I got okay. in real deep on this one, and it's not even like my typical anime that I usually like, but it's called Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Okay, okay. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I'm gonna try to explain it the best I can. The premise <laughs> is it takes place in like modern day real world Japan. Okay. But <laughs> um there is this uh there's this woman she works as a like a computer programmer. She's very incredibly work oriented. She's tunnel vision on her work. She has no personal life. It's all work 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 work. Um she also likes to drink a lot. And one night after a heavy night of drinking, she kind of stumbles into the the forest and she finds a dragon. Uh, like a big effing dragon yeah big hurt battle damaged dragon okay dragons do not exist in this world right by talking to this dragon because she's drunk and has a lot of confidence okay uh she finds out that this dragon came from uh another world like another plane of existence okay big war going on there between dragons and gods and stuff like that she was mortally wounded and basically flew to earth to basically die and uh miss kobayashi is like fuck that like and she like takes the sword out of her side and like it's a big sword. She oh, pulls okay. it over yeah. side, and uh, and and so the dragon is like, "Huh, okay, this is weird." Because my purpose was to fight in that war, and I'm not in that war anymore. I'm in your world, and I kind of feel like I'm indebted to you. And so, um, what can I do? How, how how can I repay you? And Miss Kobayashi, another thing, her she's like a like a maidophile. Like she just loves maids. And not like it, like in a sexual way or anything, but like right. she knows maids the way oh I know God. Zoids or whatever. And so she's like, you can be my maid. And so the dragon's like, all right, I'll do that. Anyway, Miss Kobayashi gets home. The dragon shows up in her human form and vows to be her maid moving forward. <laughs> and so it's, it's, you know, it's that, I almost want to say classic story of fish out of water because <laughs> it's someone from another world trying to... Uh, and a dragon. And a dragon. She happens to be a dragon, but she has a human form when she's sure. She's sure. Of course. Of course. And um, through through her coming through, other dragons come to look for her, and they also kind of fall in love with Earth and decide to live on Earth as well in their human forms. And each one of them um, kind of forms a very close connection with a human. You you want to so call it love, but it's, it's a reverse dragon harem. Uh, not harem because it's all different people. Like they, oh, they all okay. kind of fall for a different person. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, gotcha. But they, they like they find a human that they gotcha. that they really love, and it and the I'm gonna say love because sure. but it's not like romantic yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like friends and just um, yeah, just they really like this person, so they decide to live with them and, and okay, and it's it's just so sweet. Like it's really gotcha. sweet because um, it, it, it really like explores these relationships. Obviously, the dragon, uh, Toru, who's funny and hilarious and her fish out of water stuff is great. But she starts to kind of coax Kobayashi out of her shell. And Kobayashi starts, like we were talking about Terminator, 
having this found family yeah. that's like incredibly unusual and okay. they get themselves into very strange situations because they are dragons and they're learning life on earth. Um, but in doing so, she starts taking on this, these roles of like a very young dragon comes in and she almost becomes like a bigger sister or, yeah. or mother as to, and um, she starts opening up more and more even to the other humans in her life. And, yeah. and so it's a story that follows both Kobayashi, the human and Toru, the dragon, both, both of them learning to be more, full people. Yeah, more yeah, human. Um, it's very cute. It's, it's kind of related to Terminator. It's kind of yeah. it's very related yeah. to Terminator. Um, every once in a while, you get these amazing action scenes like out yeah. of nowhere because like another dragon shows up and challenges Toru, and she's got to check. Of course, Toru falls in love with Kobayashi. Of over, actually, it doesn't even take much for her to fall in love with Kobayashi. Kobayashi is very hesitant to return affection, but you can yeah. tell that Kobayashi does truly care and love about Toru and wants to keep her in her life and. It's just the two of them, like, protecting each other yeah. throughout the world. And um, it's very slice of life with these supernatural uh, elements to it. And it's it's so feel-good. Like, yeah. it's just feel-good. The, the, I watched the whole first season, and then the second season came out, and they, like, upped the budget in, like, oh, wow. the most absurd ways. Where, like, things that have no, no business being this beautifully animated are... Like they're just showing off at this point, yeah. And um, and it's just really, it's it's just a really good feel good anime about relationships and uh, and how you treat other people and and becoming the becoming you, not worrying about what other people are yeah. are pushing on you and just and being comfortable being yourself. And so it's called Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Okay, and it's I like it. It's a high recommendation for me. Sounds good. I'll check it out. Yeah. Where do I watch it? Uh, I watch it on Crunchyroll. I don't know where else it is because that's okay. where I watch it. Um, it's been dubbed. Um, at least the first season has okay. been dubbed. I that's know that. A, that's a feather in the cap that's for a me. Feather in the cap for you. Um, recently at the anime, one of the reasons I went through this so fast was at the last anime convention I went to. Um, the voice act, the voice actresses for Toru and Kobayashi oh, were there. Oh, cool. And uh, my brother really likes this show. He actually got me into it. And so he wanted to go to that panel. And I was like, shit, I better watch as much as this yeah. before the panel. I don't want something spoiled. Right. Um, but the nice thing is they've so far only done the first season and they're working on season two. So not, cool. nothing was spoiled for me. Uh, but it seems to be a high caliber dub. And uh, like I said, it's just, it's feel good. Yeah. It's just feel good. Man, I don't. Thank you for saving my life. What can I do? Well, there has been a environmental nuclear meltdown disaster in the yeah. last decade. Yeah. Strife, poverty, global unrest, and the oceans are literally burning. You can be my maid. She's drunk. She is drunk. She's drunk as a skunk. Be my maid. And um I mean, yeah, sure. Drunk Why not? That's okay. So she's not thinking yeah, that's fine. big picture. That's she's fine. thinking very um carnalistically in that moment. Um, fix all that shit and you know at first she obviously and i don't know if the dragons have to define it the dragons are supernatural but i don't know if they're so omnipowerful that they could handle that stuff but she can be a maid yeah she can handle totally um very cute i love there's this other dragon who he hates humans and he comes to earth to find out what's going on 
someone has him start playing a video game and he becomes absolutely addicted to video games. And so he moves in with Kobayashi's um, coworker, who's this guy who's just like a closet otaku. And just like, if he's not at work, he's playing video games Mm. and they form their bond just by 24 hour video games all the time. Wow. Like that's their, that's that's their relationship, but they, they truly care about each other yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, and yeah. not just through the, the video games, but through you can bond with someone over video yeah. games. And, and, and uh, it's, it's really cute to see this character who's been so dark and yeah. menacing and slowly crack and slowly right. yeah. warm up a little bit, but only in the realm of like, I'm doing this for my video games. Right. Oh, it's funny. And it's funny too, because, uh, because he's a hoarder yep. because he's a dragon and he's, he hoards treasure. So that's what he likes about video games is that he can hoard all the digital items, which I was like, okay, I get that. I'm, that's that's you. That's I'm on track with that one. Yeah. So, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. All right. I'll check it out. Um, sketch. I think I have talked about the um the comic Why the Last Man before. Yes. The you Vertigo have. comic. Uh it has recently been turned into a live action series on FX. Oh. I watch it on Hulu. Um, they are six episodes in so far. Uh it is a slow burn. Uh, wrong with slow burn. it's a slow burn so far it is very very different than the comic in in important ways i think they've updated it well i will say i think it suffers from taking place in a post the walking dead world mm-hmm. um so it has a lot of the same pacing even though it's a different production team uh, i am cautiously enjoying it but i'm in, okay. I, I am enjoying what i'm seeing so far and Why the Last Man is the story of York Brown and his helper monkey, his capuchin monkey, Ampersand. Mm-hmm. And they are the last. Oh, I didn't know that. To, that's where. That's where Ampersand's name came from. That's yeah. Fun. But, I, you know, I read that over a decade ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, like, every pet in the world is going to be named Ampersand now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they are the last two living males on planet Earth of any species. So there is a biocontagion overnight kills every man on every biologically male person on the planet or uh, not even person, biologically male organism entity, yeah. entity on the planet. Mm-hmm. All of them. planes fall out of the sky, massive pileups, power grid goes down yeah. like you think it, it happens. And uh, it is the story of how to undo this. It is a world populated with amazing characters. Uh, and uh, what I love about the what I love about this universe is that the future of our species, because with, without yeah, without a Y chromosome, humanity dies. Yep, like everything dies. Yeah, the future of existence hinges on Yorick who is named after a dead clown oh so like Yorick I knew him a fellow of infinite jest and merriment that should tell you something about who Yorick is as a person and how absolutely terrified you should be that humanity is hinged upon him. And so it's him and his dog. Uh, him and his capuchin monkey. Capu- Capu- capuchin monkey, sorry. Yes. So 
and uh, and a, and a host of other characters that will they will eventually put together in a team. Right. Uh, but the I other, mean, the oh. other main character is a mysterious character who's yep. who we only know by a number. Yeah. Agent three fifty five. Okay. Uh, who has an amazing backstory that I will not spoil. But these two, um, they're the last two males the last of any two species. Of, ev- of every species. Of every species. So, hum- humans and capuchin monkeys have a chance of yes. continuing on, but everything, everything else, is, else done. is fucked. Okay. Yep. So, no bees. No, I hope I hope people a hundred years in the future really like capuchin monkey meat. Yeah, because there's gonna be a lot of it. No cows. We got a simian slicer on our geeking out uh, Swiss Army knife, though that (laughs) come very handy. Yeah, Um, and it's uh, you know it's what a journey the book was, and I wanted to go back and reread it before I started watching the show, but I also didn't want anything to be spoiled. Mm. It's a it's a real slow burn. And there's a lot of things I'm not enjoying, but I am going to recommend it because I think it's an important story to tell. Um, it's an, it, I think it's a really cool show because um, it is a world populated by women. Mm-hmm. Um, w- all walks, types, varieties of women. And it's just, it's very, it's such an interesting experience to watch a show where the majority of the cast doesn't look like act like talk like me Mm -hmm. i don't see myself reflected in the 99 percent. and what an interesting experience is to to watch that and just for a moment be like oh this is what the majority of the rest of the world feels like every time they turn on their television or like listen to music it's in a different language. It's with people that don't look like them. It's like 12 guys and one chick. Like how many times do you, how many times do you go to something and, and like not see yourself represented somehow? They're an artist. They're a, they're, they're like muscle cars. They like the, whatever, whatever you you are into. If you are, you know, if you are biologically male raised in Western society, you're going to find something, which is not true of the majority of the planet. Yeah. So it's, uh, I, I think it's, I'm not crazy about what I'm seeing in the show all the time, but it's so interesting to watch the show on so many levels. There you go. And it's, it's really well done. It's well produced. So it's going to, it's going to go the, dif- it's going to go the distance. Very good. So I think it's going to get better with, you know, as we approach the end of the season and it's already been picked up for season two. So I, I feel it's got, it's got legs. No, yeah, very good. Nice. So why the last man? You can watch it on Hulu. Which, is, and then that is the question. Why, why is York the last man? Yeah. Or, and ampersand the last. Yeah. And male, I would imagine that's a big mystery they're, they're working And, and what's in the, a nice, I'll just say like an, an interest, an interesting update for 2021 is that there are still men in the world, but they don't have a Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, it really explores like, like did, like, did you know that there are women with Y chromosomes? Just dormant? Hmm. Like, I didn't. Well, they dropped dead too. And like, they're trying to figure that out. And it's anything like, with Y. Anything with anything a Y chromosome a y. dies. Interesting. Instantly. Interesting. Violently. 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 Yeah. You don't want that. Violently. Something so small. So, uh, yeah. Something so inconsequential. Like, mm-hmm. random. 
Yeah. Happenstance. Game consequential. Yes, very. So uh, why the last man? Cool. Yeah. Sketch, you going to take anything from this episode? Yes. What are you taking? I am taking this back scratcher. That, that, it's cooled off in the slag. It's that is shaped uh, like a, a thumbs up. I believe and that it just is hits the spot just right. Right I between don't the blades. That's a back scratcher, but you enjoy that? Oh, it's like three inches be right below the blades, and it's perfect. Mm. I mean, I'm happy for you. Yeah, I'm putting it right on the nightstand. This one's not going on the mantle. I'm using this one at there you night. Go. Just to unwind, it's just all right down the center of the back. Just perfect. It's the perfect length. Yeah. It's it's per- it's almost like an extension to my arm. Hey. How about you? You taking anything? Well, uh, I've got an addition for the garage. I am taking this uh, 1992 Titan motorcycle. That's the Judgment Day one? Yeah. Oh, such a good, such a good. So badass. You got to work on your one-handed shotgun. I do. I got to go find my uh, Ray-Ban Predators. Yeah. And and a leather jacket. Yeah. I'm ready. Is the reason he didn't put the sunglasses on in six because he knew he wasn't coming back? Remember, he picks him up, looks at him, up, and puts it back down. Well, I think it's because he's not, he's he's grown. Or he's not hiding who he is. He's not, yeah. The sunglasses were to hide who he was. The sunglasses, I think, were particularly, well, in the first movie, and the anyway, first movie he puts them for, on, it's to cover the eye. Yeah. And I, and. In the second movie, it's. It's just, he's just, he just takes them he's to just be like, cool. I like these. Yeah. And then in the third movie. In the movie, third movie, it's well, the big, sixth. flashy. Oh, oh the third. Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because funny. the bar has turned Get into. It? Yeah. Because it's funny. It's fu- yeah. Is it? Well. Uh, anyway. We'll talk about that off mic. Yeah. And doesn't he, when, doesn't he say. Talk to talk the, the hand. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. In six, he picks up the glasses and, and, and puts, puts them down. Them down. So I think it's, it's because choice. he's not. Because he's not a killer. He's not a Terminator. Mm. He's grown a conscious, and that's not, I think it's a, you know, it's a rejection of the role. Yeah. And that's why you wear glasses. Sunglasses. Yeah, totally. You're still a killer. Still a killer. Yeah. And always. you're embracing the role. Yeah, always. Yeah. That's me. Guys, happy new year. Thanks for joining us for another year of Geeking Out. Yeah. We we hope you have a Sarah Connor 2022. Yeah. Hit the, hit the ground, is. like running with perseverance. And, and would you say she has gusto? Oh, yeah. A little gumption. It's moxie. All the great Gs. Gravitas. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, truly, after the last, like, year, two years that we've had, like, there's no one you want to go into 2022 more than... Sarah Connor? Sarah Connor. Because you know she's... Whatever 2022 throws at you, you're coming out the other side. Yeah. You're going to kick its ass. Yeah. Well, one way or another, you're, you're coming through on yep, the other side. you are. So, um, so yeah, so thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, another great year. And uh, if you want to continue the conversation, here are thoughts of the other Three, installments. You can uh, join us over on our Patreon. Where we're going to talk off mic. On mic. Yeah. And uh, with that, we'll see you next time. bang rang. If you'd like to take a more active role in supporting Geeking Out, visit us at patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Our website is shows.acast.com slash geeking out. You can email the show at go with shades and sketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative LLC. All rights reserved 2022.